Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brink, the most brinkaliciously awesomest podcast to, to be the Brink. That is right, I'm going to say podcast, because I'm going to sound it in a different accent. And it is the Brink, because you love the Brink, and the Brink is the best thing to be the Brink, and the Brink, and the Brink, and the Brink. And I just want to say that 150,000 times, because we're here for episode 57 of the Brinkalicious podcast. That is right, 57 means that we are here for the best of... 2017. We are going to hear the best bits from an epic year that has been the Brink. Lots of clips from the Brink, but also there'll be clips here from the Oz Network. There'll be clips here from our other shows, including, if I can remember them off the top of my head, that'll be 007 as well. Uh, clearly, I'm going uh, blank this time of year to celebrate our best of. So, uh, you're going to hear all these clips. It's going to be back and forth. I'm not going to introduce every single one of them. And we're going to close it out, of course, with what we do every single year. 2017, in the mix. Of course, we do an in the mix of every year. It's going to be called something different each year. And uh, you will enjoy this because we know you love the brink. And we know that you obviously enjoy hearing the best bits from a very epic year that has been 2017. Sit back, relax, get brinkalicious, and enjoy the best bits of 2017. Yes, hello everybody and welcome once again to your favouritest, Brinkalicious, most awesomest podcast that you know and love. It is The Brink for our 20th, 20th rebooted podcast. Got so excited there that my voice went really, really high. And uh, that's what we generally do, particularly when we're in a car driving at the time of recording this. I'm sitting in the back seat of a police car, an ex-police car actually, apparently, so I've learnt. And we are venturing north to the uh, the shit part of Tasmania, otherwise known as Neil Onceston Simmons Plains for the V8. Well, actually, they're not the V8s anymore. They're just the supercars uh, round here in Tassie. And uh, we're going to have some fun recording some segments and joining me in the car, as uh, he often does. That's a weird way of introducing him. First of all, it's uh, Sam to the Mac McCrossan. Hello, Samuel. Good morning, Ben. Thanks for having me. Very good. Very exciting to be driving up to Simmons Plains. And I'm just trying to work out if we've ever recorded in a car before. I think we might have done. I know we've recorded in a bus. Yes. Perhaps a, a plane. Have we done a plane before? I've done videos on planes. I don't know if we actually plane. did an audio for the brink. but um, Train? If we, we were recorded on a train we, before, We did we? a couple of weeks ago on the way to the yes. footy, if you do recall. Uh, you were you were tossing and turning whether who would win between Carlton and Richmond. So oh, that's right. We haven't done a boat before. No, we haven't done a boat. Maybe we can, um, you know, find a boat somewhere up at Simmons. I don't know. If you know what I think we should that? do? What we should, should we try, do? We should try recording on a tandem bicycle sometime. Oh, so How about that? Well, I, I can top your tandem bicycle and get a hovercraft. I mean... You know, when hovercraft. Was the, who's who's ever done a podcast on a hovercraft? Skateboard, skateboard, rollerblades. You know, uh, scooter. Anyway, uh, we can we can come up with all different forms of transportation. Uh, also, sitting next to you, you might not need to uh, distract him too much, otherwise we all will die in this recording. Uh, Mr. Stewie Lipscomb, how are you, Stu? Yeah, not bad. Yourself, Ben? How are you, mate? Oh, look, I'm I'm in your capable hands right now. I mean, you are driving, so. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully that microphone's not too distracting, is it? No, look, I used to use a two-way radio while driving, and, yeah, that's not distracting, so this is not distracting either. You know what this is actually reminding me of? Uh, the the classic 2012 Brink Olympics version of Hooning that we did. Oh, that one, um, yes. That was, that was, that was a f- bit of fantastic audio work and video work from you, Ben. <laughs> this, is, this is actually quite fun. We've got uh, two ex-co-hosts of The Brink in the car. James, I'm going to put the microphone in front of your face just because I want to embarrass you. James Fife, I don't know if you ever were on The Brink before, were you, Fifey? I wasn't, Ben, no. Well, now you are. How do you feel being on the greatest ever radio show slash podcast ever to be a radio show slash podcast? Oh, uh, extremely excited, Ben. 
Well, I'm glad. And you're a very intelligent man, actually, James Fife, because you are a Carlton supporter. So uh, can I just point that out? How does it feel to have uh, extra intelligence than the two in the front seat here? It's wonderful, Ben. It's um, it's really good. Um, it's it's great to be here with you and uh, Stewie and Sammy. Um, look, looking forward to the races today and uh, being a Carlton supporter. <laughs> you always look forward to being a Carlton supporter because it's just the way of life. Can I just say, fuck you, Disney. Like... I get your live-action remakes of, like, the Beauty and the Beast and fucking Jungle Book. They've got humans in it. Okay, makes sense. How are you live-actioning the Lion King? Are you going to get some actual lions and train them? Like, you're still going to be cgi It's bullshit. Fuck you. To, to their defence. No, not to their defence. No, Don't no, you no, start no, on no, this. No, 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 no. To their defence, they are using James Earl Jones. One person! Like, fuck Beyonce being Nala. She's not Nala. The original Nala's Nala. Where's Jonathan Taylor Thomas as young Simba and Matthew Broderick? And I love John Oliver, but he's not Zazu. Robin Williams is Zazu. Fuck Disney. It's because it's... (laughs) I love Marvel, yeah, I love Star the, Wars, you, and I'm glad you bought Fox because it might mean the X-Men can finally come into Marvel and the Fantastic Four, but fuck you for making a live-action movie of a movie that's barely even old and out of the freaking cinemas. It's a Lion King. It's untouchable. Dude, that's almost 20... It's 23 no, years No, it happened it? two days ago. Not that old. <laughs> 23 years ago. Shut up. <laughs> I remember seeing it at the movies and... Buying him a little, I had a little Nala toy which I took with me because I had a crush on Nala, but I was seven and he was a lion. But I don't know how that worked, all right? Leave my Lion King love alone. That's an amazing. Like I don't even like animated movies; they're dumb. But like, don't ruin the Lion King. All right? If they remake Jurassic Park, I am, I am going to like, I am going to North Korea, and I am joining whatever his name is. And I'm going to nuke America. <laughs> okay, just 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 to recap, within the last ten minutes, <laughs> you have spouted hatred towards Indigenous. Hey, Australians. that was impersonating you. <laughs> I do not agree with you those have, opinions. You 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 have told Disney to get effed. Well, they should you have. <laughs> you. You have announced you have some weird bestiality fetish. Hey, I did admit recently that I was in love with a horse on the Ewok, Ewok recap. That was a bloody good-looking horse, but anyway. <laughs> and now you're saying you're going to defect to essentially the world's enemy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a matter of perspective, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even the Nazis were respected by some corners of the world. Yeah, I'm going to recommend a movie. I think we need to step away from this for a minute. I'm Not the remake of The Lion King. <laughs> Monica Culpepper also kissed me on the cheek. All right, One World people You love have me. bragging rights right now. Troy Zan didn't kiss me on the cheek, but, um, you know, next time. I just had a vision of you grabbing somebody by the shoulder, shaking them and said, tell me where Kim is, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> where is she? Where is Kim Redlin? Oh Could you imagine God. if somebody had said to me Brian Hardick was there? I would have just punched oh. him in the face, like, shut up and take my money. Uh, <laughs> You're waiting for your kiss on the cheek from him, too. <laughs> oh, I would have wanted to kiss more than just on the cheek. Come on, um, right oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I need to calm down. I am sitting with the only survivor right now that I've actually kissed properly. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just bragging even more. Uh, Photographic evidence of that, going people. Going through hard times. Yeah, such a hard life being a survivor <laughs> podcaster, isn't it? Now she's like, it was pity. It was pity. Don't judge yeah. me. <laughs>
what it was. I'm not. I'm not denying. I'm not denying it wasn't anything more than pity. I mean, it literally, legitimately was a let's make your ex jealous kiss. To which I played up to the fact that she took a photo on her phone. I'm like, it didn't count because I didn't get a photo on my phone. To which it happened again. I'm taking it still. I'm not in any way saying it was anything more than a pity kiss. Because seriously, look at me and look at her. But <laughs> back to Survivor. Who put the baby? Who put the baby in the corner? <laughs> Who put the ba- That's a, my baby. My baby. It's in the corner. <laughs> I've got like Crash's Dummies. You know the the song uh, "Keep a Lid on Things" by Crash's Dummies, the weirdest song they ever made. Uh, no, the only song by Crash's Dummies I know is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They had this weird song which just starts with the singer. Who put the dog in the doghouse? <laughs> uh, I was probably thinking that. Who put the baby in the corner? <laughs> you did, you did. My baby, my baby. <laughs> I want to do a, a, a parody of that. Who put the baby in the corner? <laughs> you did, baby. You did. <laughs> Jamie's going to love that right now. She thinks that song's amazing. <laughs> I just want Colin to sing for the rest of this episode. You did, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on for the crashes. That means weirdest song ever. Man, uh, manslaughter. That that's like pretty mm. gruesome. Man, that's a funny word. manslaughter. Like, Sexist. what about accidental killing? <laughs> <laughs> no, manslaughter. Like, that, um, why hasn't that been PC changed? Like, women can die too. This should be person slaughter. slaughter. <laughs> um, apparently, Kelsey Grammer's sister was raped and murdered. That's very sad. What? I like... Don't laugh. That's so random. I like Kelsey <laughs> I'm not laughing. That's horrible. I like Kelsey Grammer too, but that's just like we're talking like, about... <laughs> You're just talking about manslaughter. You're like... like la, la, la. Oh, apparently Kelsey Grammer's sister was raped. And like, okay. <laughs> well, that's the second news story that shows up on Google for when you type in murder. Um, oh, this is only recent. Yeah, one day ago. Oh, holy shit. I thought this was like old news. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Fraser. Hi, Kelsey Grammer. Um, yeah, and Valentine's Day murder, Wade Martinez, Jake Tortle, jailed for murder of George Garmo. Not George Garmo. <laughs> uh, Underrated. Underrated murder victim. Here's a question. Garmo. Here's a philosopher philosophical question for you. Um, oh, like. No. In the future, just calm down, wait. When what? we can clone when we can clone each other, if you kill oh. your clone, is that murder or suicide? Well it's not suicide. Well you're killing yourself. Well no, you're not killing yourself, you're killing a clone of yourself. But it's still yourself, so you're killing yourself. No, no it's not yourself. It's it's a whole other entity. It's but you're still killing entity. yourself. Yeah, but can you control that other clone? No, it's got its own brain. It's doing its own thing. It, it, you're fat and ugly, and it's. Skin- I don't mean you. I mean this. Wow! Wow! You throw that into a conversation. <laughs> so uh, Jack Sawyer and Locker here. You're fat and ugly. Uh, ben comes up to the wharf. <laughs> I don't mean you, I mean hypothetical you listening to this show. Who's also fat and ugly, apparently. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Um, yeah, you're fat and ugly, and your clone is thin and works oh. out. Like, it can. It can... <laughs> That's why you killed it. 
jealousy. <laughs> You're fat and ugly. Your clone's thin and attractive. <laughs> I don't mean you. I mean everybody. Dig yourself deeper. Do a bend. Uh, so, yeah, it's murder. No. Um, I think there's more to it than that. Actually, I'm going to make suicide. <laughs> there's more to it than that. Yeah, there might be, but it's definitely not suicide. Again, you're technically killing yourself. So. No, you're not. You're killing a clone of yourself. It's a whole other entity. But what if the clone, like, kills the clone? This is like two clones. <laughs> well, how many clones are there now? This is just complicating the matter. I don't know. They might want to make, like, an army or something like that for General what? Grievous. Five clones? Because I feel like... Well, I feel like in the future, when cloning is a thing, we need a cloning law. I feel like <laughs> five is, is a kind of a neutral number. Would you like to clone yourself? I think it'd be fun. No. Like, why not? Because I don't want me going out there and being better than me. Me but, being fat and ugly and but, my clone not better going than you. out. Why? You make them not as good as you. Yeah, but then they have their... I feel like you don't really know what a clone is. I'm not... This isn't freaking historical figures. I know what a clone is. Like, it's not Alexander the Great or something like that. You can't control the clone. Once it's been cloned, it's its own thing. I you can't, but, like, I could right now be watching The Force Awakens while my clone does this episode. <laughs> so... Yeah, and it, it... But it's not you after that. It can be different to but you. It can go off and do it. it's me, because it's a clone. You program it, it to start be you. you. But then it will go separate ways. And no! It might be skinny and get lots of chicks and yeah, be, be better than... So it would be me. It wouldn't be you. It would oh, be wow, so Ben I'm too. Oh, get lots of chicks. Ouch, that hurts my feelings, Noah. Hypothetical. I forgot I'm fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> what is the... Oh, God, I'm afraid for this one. What is the most offensive thing that you can think of? The most <laughs> offensive thing that I can think of? <laughs> yeah. Like, to say? Yep. Well, sometimes women ask for rape. That's pretty offensive. <laughs> You'd think we'd edit that out, wouldn't you? But I asked a question. Um, <laughs> hello to all our female. I'm Michaela. If you're listening, maybe it's a good thing he didn't try and get off with you. Um, I, I, I can't. I can't answer any more questions after that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. Views of Dakota answering questions <laughs> is not views of actual Dakota. <laughs> Because Dakota <laughs> wanted to answer the question. <laughs> like it's, it's it's honestly one of those questions that you kind of like, look, we can all think of incredibly yeah. offensive things. Yeah. But it's one of those ones that you still think a person's going to at least, you know, steer clear yeah. off slightly. Like, oh, you know, whatever. You went there. No, it's offensive. You told it's very it's offensive. the most offensive thing. It's true, it's true. I've got no one else to blame It's not my views. Yeah. But it's offensive. It's incredibly offensive. Exactly. Um, yeah. You listen to everything Tarzan says, you will learn how to speak Australian <laughs> in about 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been told a lot of these. One woman said to me she'd rather hear me say the F word than some of these ducks nuts and bloody, you know, give my left nut and all this sort of thing. Well, And then I was pleased one of the fans stuck up for me and said, oh, look, he's just talking old Australian yeah. English. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. It's so much fun. Oh, it was a blast. It was, wasn't it? Yes. I mean...
It is, and it is fun. It is fun. And if you don't have fun, well, you're a dickhead. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a T-shirt right there. You could put that on a T-shirt and sell it. We need to get just like a, a cartoon of your face with just the beard, like sort of a silhouette. And underneath it just says, if you aren't having fun, you're a dickhead. Tarzan, Australian yeah, Survivor. Yeah, go on. You should print it. I'll <laughs> sign it for you. <laughs> we'll share the profits. There you go. Uh, we'll try and make more than $500,000, and then that way it kind yeah, of it's a win-win, isn't it? <laughs> hmm. We could always donate the money. Well, of course. Exactly. Absolutely. That, mm. is, that is a very good idea. I've literally typed in greatest romantic movies of all time. It's come up with pictures. We've got When Harry Met Sally. I've never seen it. I don't... Whatever. Pretty Woman. Sleepers in Seattle. Titanic. Number four. Fuck you and your stupid Santa Claus shit. That doesn't mean it's not a terrible movie, Ben. Why would okay, I Colin. I was five and a half hours of my life in that movie, and you won't stop talking about it. Just... Let's move back. We're going to be... Or not Titanic. We're going to be... I got Titanic on the brain. It's too late. We're doing this, okay? Jesus. I've never heard Colin go off like this before. Elizabeth Mitchell. Elizabeth Mitchell. Back. Back. Wow. Down. I'm scared all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like the Canadian Hulk. <laughs> um, what are I'm... you doing, Ian? Can we also point out, in 2017, the age of political correctness and acceptance mm-hmm. and everything else along those lines, in yes. a day and age where we're accepting and of gender-neutral people, of everything along these lines, why is it automatically assumed that that yeah. stick figure is a man? I can Okay, well, let's, let's back up. We can probably understand why it might be perceived as yes. a man, as we're constantly seeing the unconscious bias that is in society. That, that person could easily be... A a female in pants, pants. A, a t-shirt, yeah. short naked. hair, well naked as well. Mm. Who I mean, in what way does that yeah. automatically? And how do we know what's up that dress? Well, look, we I, don't. I did see somebody during the week point out that hey, Scottish people are happy because I come across now in my yeah. kilt. Good I, on them. I just feel that like this is this. If you're going to change it like this. Adopt the American model, yeah. which legitimately does not have pictures of people. It's generally just a picture walk. of a hand or yeah. signs that say walk, don't yeah, walk. Yeah, we do have, like, in Tasmania, we've got multiples of all of them because we've got, like, the figures and we've got walk and, like, stop and we've got hand and, which is weird, we have all three of them. Well, Tasmanians are confusing people. Both yeah. of our heads need to be, you know, observing things. But I mean, this is this is just—is this not political correctness gone mad? It is a bit of political correctness gone mad. And again, the amount of money, like I—I I know plenty of of yeah. feminists, and I and I applaud them. They're fantastic. They're fighting for equal rights. Yeah. It's what they should do. But not once have I ever heard. A feminist, when they're arguing for equal rights, say, one of the things that I, I am so against that must be changed in society is those sexist traffic lights. Yep. <laughs> I hear it all the time. Just just stop. Yeah. There is moments in life where you just want to say, stop. Yeah. Just, I'm out. Yeah, I'm it, done. In a second, it's going to be like, oh, the traffic lights are all boys' colours. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, well, red okay. is, a, is a you know yeah. like and and the one I perfectly saw also during the week is children's crossings. There's there's a picture of a stick figure with a dress with children yes. crossing the road. Mm-hmm. As somebody pointed out, where's the male version of that? Then men can also take their kids to school. What other traffic signs are men on? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, road work. There's like a picture of a man oh, yeah. digging the thing. Why isn't there a Women dress? Women can be tradies. Yeah, well, exactly. That's sexist. Uh, think what um, else? There's plenty out there. Kangaroos. 
the sign warning that there's kangaroos ahead? There's no kangaroos with dresses on? No. Nope. Why are they only men kangaroos? Yep. yep. Where are the female kangaroos? Exactly. You know? Yep. That's that's a, that's a perfect agree. one. The the little road that curves, like, you know, warning slippery conditions. Why isn't there a dress on that road? Okay, it could be a, a female road. No, well, we're, we're, we're being logical here. <laughs> it's it's unconscious bias, Dakota. I, I automatically assume that road's a male. I don't even think, like, the Melbourne Committee for Melbourne. <laughs> uh, wait, I don't know. I love know. Melbourne. Melbourne is Melbourne great. Melbourne is fantastic. Yeah. But Melbourne, no, yeah. fail. Fail and no fail. Fail, yeah. all right? And I love the fact that good. they've gone and gotten a, a photo of uh, three three girls standing underneath a traffic light of a, of a stick figure, which they've also written in brackets, digitally altered. Um, so I can imagine that the Herald Sun photographer here, Jason Edwards is his name. Jason's like, hey, you know, this is your assignment. You've got to go out and get a picture of three girls standing under a traffic light, smiling, because they're happy that finally, after years of oppression, they can finally cross the roads. Yes. <laughs> I honestly think that, for the most part, they've probably, like, interviewed, say, 20 people on the street. Yeah. 18 of them have gone, really? And they've found two women who have been like, yeah, finally, equal rights. Now it's like, oh, my team, what I'm going to... You've got skinheads going for West Ham. And I think, I think Gabriel a- goes to West Ham right there. He sounds like he was about to throw something. <laughs> That's because I was—I almost took him off my lap. He, he, <laughs> he nearly dropped his child. <laughs> no, I want him off my lap. But get off my lap! Get on the floor! <laughs> I ain't Santa. Uh, <laughs> I'm touching the computer. Um, <laughs> you are literally moments away from putting him in the bin. <laughs> get in there! <laughs> no, I, okay, no, I've changed <laughs> his nappy that many times. That, uh, there's been ones where I've been tempted. <laughs> This is probably nice. the funniest interview I've ever done. <laughs> just Every time we have a chat, I've, we've, we've got this thing going where I say something politically incorrect and you run with it. That's how it works. <laughs> now we've got, the, we've got the vocal minority out there having a whinge as voiced by your child. <laughs> Here's a funny thing. I'm giving him the butt of a gun to chew on. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> And I'll take a oh. photo of it. <laughs> He's not happy about that gun. I didn't want this one, Daddy. I want an AK-47. <laughs> Can't forget the one other line in the movie where they're saying what the audience should be saying. is like, will someone please tell me what planet I'm on? And say, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Face. Off. Off. <laughs> planet. Um, you're on. <laughs> The bees! The bees! <laughs> not the bees! Not the bees! <laughs> There's another part of the Wicker Man. It's like an underrated moment, but Nicholas Cage is... I don't know if his, his face is stung or something. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> I wanted to see that when his face was actually off when you just had, like, the the under part of his face. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! What they do to my face? <laughs> <laughs> we just we need to like restart this episode and just do it all in cagesms. Another one, of course. You can't forget it's the wrong movie, but uh put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I told you to put the bunny back in the box. What's up, Oh my god, oh my god, put the bunny back in the box. A, B, C, D. Oh my god. <laughs> I've cast a Troy. I've cast a Troy. Woo! Oh my god. Uh, just because we've had so much fun, let's stop before we get the boat in the, the fight here. So, how about it? The boat! Not the boat! The boat! Oh. <laughs> oh, where do we even start? Uh, you uh, know. The, the funeral. Why wouldn't we be laughing at the funeral? Face off one by the icebreakers. Davis, can he get his hat trick? He's waiting. He's got Cockrell just hovering around. It's actually Turner, I should say. Polari. Polari. Back to Davis. Davis, well covered off there by the Barons. He goes, Polari scores! We're back to one! Mika Polari! Wow! We are back to within one. Polari with his second of the match and the second of the period. We'll be back to three on three. This is going to be well, Maybe so we're not back on to three on three. Are we, not, we are back on to three on three. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. We've got two minutes 39 to play in this game, and it's all still to play for. It's one goal separating it. A lull goes over the stadium. Everybody gets excited. But we do have 159 seconds of hockey to play right now with one goal separating these two teams. Scotty Reid. The Red Barons all of a sudden might not be able to take all those risks that they wanted to. They've got to fight down a hungry icebreaker side. Turner can't quite hold on to it. Hargraves with the puck. Now, what stage are the icebreakers thinking we might pull our goalie and give ourselves an extra player? Just keep an eye on Luke McDiamond and that whistle when he might find himself off on the bench. We have 2.10 to play. Hargraves. And it's icing. Polari with it. And we will have face-off. Now, they've got to make a call at some point here, Dakota. Two minutes on the clock. At some point, they're going to call this to say, Luke, you come on the bench and you have a bit of a breather. Obviously, it's a bit different in our league here where the, the rink is so short, three on three, so open net goals are a lot more easier to score. And you've got to be very much on your defensive footwork. We've got a minute 48 to play. Chance now for the Red Barons to really probably seal it. Reed back to Molly Facer. Can't quite go, Facer. Oh, nearly just over the top. One minute 38. Here's Christine Cockrell. She's only got to buy a skill to beat. She flicks it out to Polario. Well done, Scott Reed. Great work there. Can't quite get onto it, though. And here goes the Clayton Cockrell just over the top of the goals there. Now skills. Two players to beat. Can he take them on both? Can't quite. Oh, Christine Cockrell deflects it down. Players going down everywhere. We're nearly into the final minute. Scotty Reed with the puck. Flicks it back. Turns it over. Polari. Polari can be the hero here. Polari! That went in just wide. 108 to play. Now the Red Barons. They want to just hold on to this. Surely Luke McDiamond is going to have to be called here. One minute to go. And we have an icing call. Oh my goodness. 
Luke is getting antsy. He wants to come off the ice. I don't know how this is going to go, Dakota. Telling Luke to, to get ready. Get ready, Luke. Get ready. Here we go. Here goes Tobias Skills. What can he do with it? He's just going to hold it up. They just need to waste the time here, the Red Barons. They need to hold on to it. Skills. He just this is doing exactly what he needs to do. Just maintain possession. Maver trying to fight his way through it. Davis is there in the corner. Skills wasting a good 10 seconds off the clock there for the Red Barons. Reed is going to pounce onto him in the corner. Scotty Reed has the puck. Fights it with Maver. This is a brilliant work here by the Red Barons to waste time. 30 seconds on the clock. They're not allowing any opportunity here for the icebreakers to get the extra player on the ice. 24 seconds. The Red Barons wasting every second of the clock that they possibly can do here. They're not giving any opportunity. Bang! Down goes Whitaker. That will allow McDiamond to come off. And with 15 seconds on the clock, empty net. Four on three. Face off. What if? What to if? the right-hand side of the Barons' net. What if? We've seen Cockrell do this before. 15 seconds. Face-off. Draw one by the Barons. They're just going to lob it up. Oh, pushed oh. out of it, though, is Davis just in front of the net. Three seconds off the clock. We've got 12 seconds remaining in the grand final. The Red Barons are 7-6 up. They were 7-4 up. The Icebreakers have scored the final two goals. 12 seconds remaining. Cockrell has Davis. He's got Polari. He's got Maver. Can he get any of them to find the puck in the net? 12 seconds. They're just Red Barons, I think, are deliberately biding their time here. Just, uh, using a few tactics here to get a few moments between their players. I think they're going for a stick change here, are they? No, they're calling for some paper towel. No, I think there's a bit of blood going on. Scott Reed. Has a, a bit of a wound above the eye, I can see there. So they've called to the emergency first aid paper towel. And just check out here in the middle of the ice. Leighton Cockrell directing his soldiers right now with 12 seconds on the clock. Can they find this miracle goal, Dakota? They may just are. Send us what into overtime. Oh, my God, that would be incredible. Wow. We wanted a close one. This is as close as you can get. And they're still there in the centre, talking it up. The four players out there at the moment, we have Leighton Cockrell, Rob Maver, Turner and Davis. McDiamond on the bench. Here we go. 12.1 on the clock. Empty net at one end. Stringer in the other. Rob Pike ready to drop this puck. Leighton Cockrell versus Tobias Skills. Face off. One there by the Barons. All the players are being brought down. We've got eight seconds on the clock. The icebreakers can't quite get to it. There's an opportunity. Davis! Davis! Davis can't do it! Oh, it's through the legs. No, it's not. It's a save. And we have 2.1 seconds. Davis nearly the hero. One more opportunity. The icebreakers need everything clean to happen here with 2.1 seconds. Otherwise, the Barons are champions. Face off. Quick flick back. They're going to win it. The Red Barons are going to win the grand final. It's all done. Wow. What a match. The Red Barons break the drought. 
They are the 2017 Van Diemen's League champions for the first time since 2010. What an enthralling game of hockey. With these four options, you can either kiss, slap, hug, or run away. And can I just warn you, remember, if you say you will slap a woman, Rob has a podcast, we'll do an emergency would, episode. So just be careful. I was just going to say, I'm not going to say that now. <laughs> the hell? Oh, there's going to be an emergency podcast of women talking about the misogynistic questions on the Australian network. I mean, the uh, the Oz network. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus. So just, just pointing that out uh, for you, Sasha, listening. Dan will not be slapping any women because Robbie's a busy man. Uh, he so, doesn't need to do another emergency so, episode. <laughs> I would probably kiss her because I think she'll slap me. Yeah, I, I'd go that road. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll do the opposite. We'll hold an emergency podcast for the slapping of the men just to balance it out. 2017. No, so. no one cares about that. It's all right. No one They're cares about us either. That's, so that's, that's, that, that's the, yeah, that's, that's the rule. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely spank. <laughs> Does that count? Can I say that? Yeah. Is that... Well, look, the slap can be moved downwards onto a, a, a rear end, which allows for appropriate slapping of a female. Does that, that That's not a sentence I shouldn't say. No, you know what I mean. That. I said I that, would... not Dan. I said that. Don't blame Dan. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still going to be my fault. Put down the podcast uh, no. plan, Rob. No emergency podcast needed. It's all good. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Step away from the emergency podcast button, Rob. All right. Relax, okay? Calm down. Oh, well, that doesn't get talked about, does it? Only Ben failing the, the dangly challenge. Let's forget about uh, uh, our teammate who fucked not, up the fire challenge. <laughs> listen, she's a woman. You're not allowed to say True. that now, True. okay? Sorry, Rob. Put the button down, emergency, emergency podcast. No. We're going to have it. an emergency podcast. Stop oh, it, Rob. No. no. Here it comes. <laughs> Stop it, Rob. Put down the emergency button. It's fine. It's all good. Put down the bat phone, okay? Do not call the women's brigade, dear Lord. Uh, when you put forth impossible decisions, I'm going to go with spanking. So that's uh, that's it. Let's I'm be honest. That's, that's the answer she was hoping for. Uh <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like, come on, spanking, 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 spanking. I, ap- I apologize, Lisa. Rob, don't have an emergency podcast. Put it down, Rob. Sorry. Put it down. Put the button down, Put Rob. The button down, Rob. <laughs> um, one thing I'll say is that... Uh, the, the, uh, we, Rob doesn't know we exist anymore. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> now on to Granny Survivor, otherwise known as Grantomy. Questions for this week, which she wrote down for me to see. Send. Oh, at least she's not that sick. Uh, Hello, dears. I've fallen ill and unable to send in my weekly questions myself. I hope my dear granddaughter sent this in. Otherwise, I'm going to choke her. <laughs> That's it. Emergency podcast. Right, Protesting no. grannies everywhere. Dear Rob Sestanino, <laughs> you need to have an emergency oh. podcast. Granny is choking <laughs> the granddaughter. Grannies. Against violence against granddaughters. Oh, the horror of it all. Whoever this person is sending you this, you are the greatest. Um, (laughs) 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 Oh, my Lord. Um, (laughs) Oh, shit. That's funny. Oh, God. 
only time that sentence has ever been uttered on a podcast of ours, and it's not even due to anything to do with you or the, me or the guests, oh, the, the listeners. That's a good quote. <laughs> that is females a good quote. Only. Females only. If it's a male, you will create an emergency podcast. Not allowed to. Not allowed to. <laughs> Just That's right. There'll be emergency podcasts everywhere. Yes, exactly. We'll do one for the sake of it. Um, Richard, thank Fuck you. Fucking emergency podcast. <laughs> Can we do just you Richard, and I do an emergency was... podcast? <laughs> we are we are at the the end here, Dan. But thank you so much. Always a pleasure, mate. And uh, best of luck with uh, everything moving forward. And you know we're going to get you back on again, whether it's for the Ferris Bueller one or an emergency episode or just whatever we feel like. Oh no, not an emergency podcast. Oh, put down the button. <laughs> oh, look, I think it'd probably be. Um, oh. This is, I think, Joe Cornish. Joe? Oh, wow. That would, like, we could just have a celebrity boxing match there. I think that would work out well. hit me in the face any time. Well, can I just quickly say, to close this out, one person I would like to see you punch in the face, that is uh, somebody who had a bit of running recently, Tony Cochran, our dear friend CEO of the Gold Coast. Yeah. We we have a long-running thing after all that happened the other week here, Will, that we're just basically calling him a douche. So, um, I I mean, look, I'm not going to put him on the spot. Well, you can if you please call him a douche. You want to I have, basically, yeah. Can you utter the phrase for me, Tony Cochran is a douche? Tony Cochran is a douche. Thank you. (laughs) Premier seal of approval. Will Hodgman, done and dusted. So I need to call you back once I get to Woolworths, or do I just take you with me now? I mean, what do I do there? If you are able to stay online with me, that's not an issue. You can stay online with me. And once you reach the parking lot of Woolworths, you can let me know. Okay, sure. I'll stay in line. Just give me a second. All right, I'm at Woolworths, so what do I do now? You are at Woolworths? Absolutely. I'm, I'm already here. I'm, I'm a quick driver. Oh, like, for real? I'm 100% real, mate. Why would I lie about that? <laughs> wow. So apparently you've got to go to Woolworths, and apparently they don't believe you that you can go to Woolworths in about five seconds. So uh, I essentially tried calling back for the next 15, 20 minutes, but kind of gave up because I think they kind of cottoned on to me a little bit there that I was uh, not exactly believing their story and probably blocking these numbers too. So uh, there you go, folks. If you're at home and you want to play along with that, uh, that's kind of how you can handle it. Uh, and I will give you the number too. If you want to ring them up and troll them yourself, uh, the number that you can call them on is 02617 That is 02617 uh, So give them a call. Have some fun with them. Uh, uh, that's how you can have a bit of fun with one of the telemarketer scammers. Again, there are a lot of things that, you know, aren't said in this hang movie, on, but you can on. theorize. Hang on. <laughs> Wait, Dean Kane's on the phone. Dean, can you hear me? Hello? <laughs> Hello? I'm recording a podcast right now. Hello? You're wasting all the recording. Hi, this is Brad, and I'm calling you from the IT service center of Windows. <laughs> check up call for your computer, alright? All oh, okay. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you for asking. Ask him what was the last thing he saw Dean Kane in. receiving some error and warning reports from your computer license ID number. And after analyzing this all report, we came to know that your computer is automatically download a huge number of infection files from the internet 
Holy shit. Damaging your software of your computer. Wow. That's why I'm calling you up. Did Dean Kane set you up for this? <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> he hung up on me. <laughs> Fucking Dean Kane. <laughs> well. He just won't leave you alone. <laughs> recording a podcast and I asked him a simple question about Dean Kane and he hangs <laughs> up on me. <laughs> I mean... Oh, that's making the best of it the end of the year. <laughs> Any professional podcast would have edited that out. But, <laughs> but it's topical. <laughs> I'm worried now. Windows are calling me telling me I've got all malicious files. <laughs> Dean Kane sent me and he hangs up with me. What the hell, Windows? Sounded like a legitimate call. Uh... <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh... <laughs> what are we talking about here? Uh, man of Steel. Hey, All right. Uh... <laughs> Great rotor. Um, You know what? I have to say the one where we slid down the slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it was just so much fun. I remember when we saw the slide, we were like, oh, my God, we were actually so excited. It didn't really feel, even though it was pretty full-on challenge, um, just by looking at it, we are like, oh, my God, we get to go down a big slide. Um, <laughs> and then we got to um, throw, like, rings at the end, which was really fun. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And also Sam did, like, a shit in the water, which was, like, two years <laughs> long. So that was pretty funny, too. <laughs> and we were all trying to swim away from it. We were all trapped in the water and trying to swim away from his poo. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting yeah. that as an answer. Uh, that, that did happen. <laughs> there's a deleted scene we need to see. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Wow, Sam. Um, oh. That's incredible. Um, uh, they often say that our uh, episodes turn to shit, Flick, and I think it yeah, just kind of did just then. Um, <laughs> she's gorgeous. She looks the part. I mean, you know, I, I'm not old enough to know, you know... Uh, What's her name? Diane. Uh, no, what's her? Linda Spencer. Diane. Um, I, you know, wasn't old enough to kind of see that, but um, Lynn was Linda Spencer. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who did you? Who did you say? <laughs> what was the? Uh, <laughs> fuck! I've got a name. Carter. Um, Carter. Linda, Carter? Linda Spencer. Yeah. Uh, Survivor Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Wonder Woman, right? <laughs> You know, when this episode goes out, we have to, we totally have to tweet how much we love Linda Spencer as the original. I just want to be part of Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> the resemblance is striking. Uh, <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> oh my God. Who is it that says, oh, you're off playing Daniel Boone? Who says it? Is that... That's Sora. <laughs> like, we get a couple of Boone references. Like, this isn't the Boone. That's not his first Daniel Boone. No. I feel like Sora's getting a bit stale now. Who is Daniel Boone? Like, am I dumb not to know that? He's like an explorer type dude with that big... Like, the Jebediah Springfield hat. Oh, so like Napoleon or something. <laughs> well... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know my explorers. I thought Daniel Boone was like a British soap opera. Is Napoleon an explorer? I thought he was like a general. Oh, I don't fucking know. He's French. He probably ran away and <laughs> surrendered. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> I love... Oh, so uh, he's an explorer. I don't like Napoleon. 
Daniel Boone. I mean, he might be. I don't really know my history with Napoleon. Daniel Boone was an American pioneer, explorer, woodsman, and frontiersman. Uh, okay. All right. Um, and who's and Napoleon? Napoleon, Napoleon uh, was a French statesman and military leader who rose to prominence during the French Revolution. <laughs> All right, if someone's listening, I want that someone to get that sound. Oh, he's an explorer. Oh, sorry, it's like Napoleon. Can, can I just can I just like say this sentence because there's something wrong about this sentence? Led the French Revolution to successful campaigns during the French Revolution. Was that because you were fighting your own French people? Like France doesn't conquer anyone. You do the opposite. And he was only like 20 when he died. Oh no, hang on. What? Maybe he wasn't. <laughs> Ben does history. <laughs> He's an explorer and he was 20 when he was died. Oh, wait. Oh, hang on. No, it doesn't make sense because the one thing here, it says he was born in 1808 and died in 1821, which makes him 13. But then like another thing here, it says he was born in 1769 and died in ben, 1821. Ben, you, you're missing an obvious point here. One of them is Earth years <laughs> and one of these is the scholars on Pluto, obviously. French years. Um, who's another explorer? Who's that guy that... um? Colin Farrell played. Alexander the Great, that guy. <laughs> Bit of a difference. That's the one I'm thinking of, not Napoleon. I went to his home. You don't think he's home? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he's dead, isn't he? <laughs> oh, God, I wish I did say that. That's my go-to when someone mentions someone's name. I'm just going to confuse everyone now. Whenever someone brings up, oh, that's like that actor, uh, Samuel Jackson. Don't think he's home. People are just like, what? <laughs> no, but like, like... I said I went to his home. Oh, you went to the, uh, Alexander's home? Was he home? <laughs> no, I don't think he's home. <laughs> That's just going to be my catchphrase. Like, we're just sitting around, we're getting beers and like, oh, do you remember uh, Jim? <laughs> oh, I don't think he's home. Everyone just looks at you like, What? <laughs> that's my. That's gonna be my new thing. But like, okay, so he's like Alexander the Great. Like, I mean, I want a nickname after that. Like, you know, what was that? Um, uh, you have one. It's just we don't tell you what it is. Conan the Barbarian and like, you know, Noah the Snug. <laughs> uh, the difference is, Ben Alexander the Great was real. Uh, Conan. The... <laughs> oh yeah, the history books. I've been reading my history. Uh, Napoleon, Alexander the Great, Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> I've really been reading up on my history. <laughs> He's a fictional character played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> I didn't do... Ben does history. I did geography, not history. I don't know shit about stuff that happened. You do have uh, Ben the... We just uh, don't tell you what yours is. <laughs> ben the knob. <laughs> but, like, you know... <laughs> where do we... The ask but Daniel Boone is Alexander the Great. Like, they're kind of the same person. <laughs> what are you saying? I don't know! <laughs> Daniel Boone is Alexander the Great? I don't know who these people are! Or... You could, you could like, right now say to me, oh, when I went to Bulgaria, I learnt this story about Jenny the Pioneer. She was amazing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jenny the Pioneer. Yeah, I know about her. <laughs> oh, God, I want to do history classes. With Daniel, oh, yeah, Daniel Boone is Alexander the Great, and Conan the Barbarian explored all of Eastern Europe. You know, the sad thing, the, the really sad thing is that... Um, we are probably 
within a decade of losing our first James Bond because, uh-huh. you know, it's going to be Sean, it's going to be Roger, you would assume. Um, and that's just, it's going to be a sad day. What are we going to do, Colin? I mean, if, by the time we're recording this and we're us releasing this, if one of them died, again, we haven't killed them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, it, between recording this and recording uh, our last commentary, uh, obviously Chris Cornell's died. Uh, so he became the yeah. first Bond singer, I guess with the exception of Louis Armstrong. To have obviously passed Is away. Matt Monroe dead? Well, okay, we but <laughs> <laughs> I guess the most recent <laughs> Bond singer yeah. to have died. Um, so I mean, yeah, like we don't want to think about it because it's going to be a sad day. But yeah. Well, I mean, as we discovered in the last pod- podcast, J.W. Pepper. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> that was big news. <laughs> Next, you'll uh, be telling Matt me Desmond Llewellyn is dead. You're the one who invited me on your show. This is going to be a thing. Exactly, because you fucking read the shit before. Do you know how intoxicating you smell, Miss Still? He murmurs, and keeping his eyes on mine, he pushes his nose into my pubic hair and inhales. What? No, what, what, what? Let <laughs> me see this shit. No, no, you no, don't no, believe no, that. No, 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 no. It what? says that, into my pubic hair and inhales. What the hell mm. is that? That's sexy. I flush scarlet everywhere, feeling faint and I ain't... Oh, instantly close my eyes. I can't watch him do that. Oh, no. He blows gently up the length of my sex. Of my sex? fuck. Of my sex. I don't know what that means. It's called a cunt, lady. That's what they're called. I like this. He gently tugs at my pubic hair. Perhaps we'll keep this. Oh, please, I beg. Hmm... I like it when you beg me, Anastasia. Anastasia. <laughs> Don't get too French on me. I thought that was more Russian. Let me know. Oh, true, right, yep. Okay, I'll go there. Tit for tat. You didn't say it's I not... groan. Whatever. I like the tit for tat. <laughs> I like I groan. Tit for tat is not tit my for usual. Tit for tit. <laughs> it's a New Zealand version. Tit for tit, I'm big on his dick. <laughs> Fifty shades of grey. <laughs> Oh, God, this is... Terrible. I mean, really, Twilight? <laughs> no, it's just ruined this? it for you. I am panting and <laughs> vaguely hear the rip of foil. I want you to read this line here for me right now. Oh, baby. <laughs> you would. I love that you are so wet for me. Thank you. I get excited when I podcast. He moves his fingers in a wide circle, stretching me. Pulling mm. at me, his tongue mirroring his actions around and around. All right. Okay, I think we've probably read enough, do you think? Oh, hang on. Let's read this line right at the end here. Shit, it's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that escalated. That's a twist. <laughs> so what, is he fucking his mother or did his mother walk in? <laughs> What's the twist here? <laughs> um, It looks like maybe mom's walked in. Oh, that bitch. <laughs> She always does that <laughs> when she's pulling at my pubic hair. Yeah, she's <laughs> probably watching her son pull at somebody else's pu- pubic hair, and that's Poop. just <sighs> right. So that's Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Fifty Shades of bullshit. <laughs> Fifty Shades of yawn. Chipped a tin, and they've made how many movies of this crap? This is a review of Caff's Restaurant and Cafe Bar in Canberra. Uh, it reads: Last visit. I just had the worst dinner ever at a restaurant I've been going to for over 30 years. She must have been, she must live in Australia because she, she must live in Canberra. 
She said she's been going to this restaurant for over 30 years. Um, Sorry, Karen. I think the parents of this family iconic restaurant have retired and the menu has changed considerably. I ordered the special because my pepper fillet steak is no longer on the menu. Oh, poor Mary. Atlantic salmon, asparagus, and hollandaise and mashed potatoes. That is pretty basic, is it? (laughs) But Cap's chef gave it a new twist that failed miserably. See pictures. It was stacked (laughs) and topped with packet hollandaise. Gross. (laughs) Mashed potato on the bottom, then barely blanched, uncooked asparagus pieces, then salmon covered with thick packet hollandaise. Get over the hollandaise, Mary. (laughs) When, When paying the bill, I was asked, how was it? I replied, Disgusting! I don't do... I don't eat packet hollandaise! Oh. <laughs> Bar attendant <What>? replied, <laughs> You're kidding! I said, No! He said, Have a good night! <laughs> Amazingly bad customer service! He just said, Have a good night! That is not bad customer service! You're a bad customer! <laughs> she replies, Timmy's kitchen around the corner, thank goodness, hasn't changed. Oh, good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At least Timmy's kitchen stayed the same. Oh, my God. Oh, oh hang on. Amber rest- oh, have you got one more? Or... Oh, I'm out. Oh, hang on. I've got one here with a reply from the restaurant. Ooh. Oh. All right. Quarter deck in Naruma. Uh, no, Riverside Drive, Naruma in New South Wales. All right. One star. I won't be back. My feelings were hurt when I heard... (laughs) Good. (laughs) I can't read this. When at quite a distance, the waitress at the coffee machine mimicking my order before I was even asked by a second waitress. I was... Oh, God, she doesn't like this. I don't think she'll come on the show. I was made a subject of fun because I always order the same breakfast. That was so mean. Too touchy? I am today. <laughs> and then there's a response. Uh, <laughs> so this is the owner of the quarter deck in the rumor. Yes, Mary, where to start? <laughs> oh, I love it already. Oh, my God. Mary, I don't normally respond to reviews. But this time, I must, as to leap to the defence of my wonderful staff. Firstly, Mary, I love that when he keeps using the name. You know, shit's real when you keep using a person's name in a sentence. The waitress in the distance was the other owner, my wife, Robin. Oh, there's Robin. Robin had the mimic. Explaining to a younger waitstaff your particular order. That's all. As you never order off the menu and have very exact requirements. Oh, of course she does. Oh, is that hollandaise in a packet? I won't eat it. Uh, I love it when they fight back against Mary. For every item on the dish and in the past, we have failed with the wrong toast or not toasted enough. Oh, dick owner. I love this guy or girl. I love this person. (laughs) I'm just going to read that again. This is literally what it says. As you never order off the menu and have very exact requirements for every time, a very item on the dish. What? Every item on the dish and in the past we have failed with the wrong toast or not toasted enough or egg too runny or something with the bacon or three-quarter coffee too high or too low and on and on it goes. (laughs) Brilliant. This is great. We have many people that eat here and do not order off the menu like you, but the difference is they are all grateful and a pleasure to look after. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. It gets better. It gets better. 
You not so much as the young ones find you rude. Thank you for your review. Thank you for not coming back. Drop mic. <laughs> wow. When they fight uh, back against Mary. I love the That's owner funny. of the... We need to, like, ring up the quarter deck in the rumour and just be like, do you remember Mary? Oh, Mary. Uh, <laughs> perfect. She's got a reputation. Oh, she does. <laughs> Uh, and I also just love random Bosco moments. Like, we had it in uh, Journey to the Himalayas, didn't we? Where he's, like, talking about... Um... Darbell? Hello? Oh, shoot. You there? Are you there? Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I am. Ben? I'm think... oh, in. Hello. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. You good? <sighs> Yeah, I just lost. I just lost. I just lost focus for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's fine. You want me to continue? Yeah, yeah. yeah I drank. I, I drank a lot. I drank a lot of coffee this morning, my time, <laughs> and that had that had me kind of that had me kind of cranked up. That had me kind of cranked up for a while. Right. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. it's fine. We can uh, we can continue if you want. So Kenny Vadis and his crew of North Pole hipsters have to try to. Abbreviate the North Pole to NOPO. <laughs> Seriously, Kenny Vadis? Like, let's just blame him for everything wrong with this movie and the next two. Let's blame him for everything wrong in the world. Just like... In the world, yeah. You know what? You know who we have to thank for Hitler? It's Kenny Vadis, okay? So ISIS, now you know who to blame. Kenny Vadis. Like, just he Kenny started Vadis. it. Yeah. Yep. You know, Donald dirty... Trump, Kenny Vadis. Dirty dancing, Kenny Vadis. Yeah. <laughs> with all him. Star Wars The Last Jedi, Kenny Vadis is fault, okay? I was about to say that. Like, Leia floating in space. Kenny Vadis, dumb. And can we just say, little kids using the force to grab their broom and sweep the floor is the final shot. Kenny Vadis' fault, okay? Stupid horse Harry Potter looking things. Kenny Vadis. We hope everybody's seen the movie at this point. Yeah, did, did we not say at the beginning of this episode that we hadn't seen Star Wars yet? Um, it's been a long episode, people. <laughs> We took a break, went and saw it, and came back and recorded the rest. So that's how it goes. As we end this episode, and we've gone from Ben at the beginning saying, I've never seen the sequels, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you know, when we get to part three, I got some real complaints. Oh, wow. They've reversed it, Ben. They've reversed it, as in they've reversed um, the lead. There's a changed lead. Um, they've reversed it. You so- might call it a reverse Kanga. Oh, thank you for taking my punchline, Ben. I, Sorry, I, I should, I should jump you for that. Thanks for that. I thought I was expecting you to say it, but you didn't. So I apologise, Sam. Would you like, would you like me to pretend I never said that, and you can go for it again? No, no, you've upset me now, Ben. No, no, I, I don't want any part of it. And oh, hey, you know, you know, in the past where we've seen uh, games of North Melbourne on television. Um, down here in Hobart, and that guy with the massive afro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've just seen him, Ben. He's right down there. Can you see him? Um, where, where am I looking here, Sam? Uh, oh, yes. Yes, I do, actually. Yes, wow. It's Sancho Bob. I know. That, that is impressive. Um, he'll be on the highlights tonight, no doubt. Yeah. I think he's got number 60 on him. Hang on, Jeffy Garlop might kick a goal here. This will be on the highlights. If he gets it, no, he's, he's lost it. All right, never mind. Uh, North Melbourne, Cooter just kicked it out in the four, deliberate. No, he didn't. Never mind. Oh, gee, that was a hit and a half. Yeah, that afro, that is uh, that is a hairstyle. It sure is. Um, he'd need a very big hat to uh, <laughs> to get that to get that under wraps. I couldn't imagine what the hair is like in other parts of his body, if that's what it's like in his head. Uh, 
it's probably another story. Uh, Sam, always a pleasure. Uh, apologies for stealing your punchline. Uh, go, go D's. Go, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, that upsets me, man. I'll take that personally, that punchline thing. Well, you should you should punch me in the line or something. Like, I don't know. That, that was a bad punch. So this is why I don't steal. This is why I steal yours because I can't come up with original ones of my own. So, yes. Well, no, I must say I, I know I no longer wish to engage with you any further. Perfect Korean uh, accent there, Josh. Uh, I mean, uh, Arnie. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, you Chris Tucker. <laughs> I, was, I was just looking at um, a picture of Josh. It's next to my, my desk here. I, I have very fond memories of him. Um, as long as there's no tissues after it, you'll be fine. They're in the, they're in the bin, don't worry. Um, but yeah, your impersonation of, of that is much better than Josh could do of Arnie. I mean, I don't think Josh could ever do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. Um, do, you, do you feel as though that the, um, the, the situation would be over though with you in control because I think you would just you would just There'd do what no you did North Korea it would just be Korea so you would make them make up and basically be buddies again there would be no North Korea would there be Korea at all would you just like get rid of the entire peninsula off the map it would be turned from a peninsula to an insula <laughs> what exactly is an insula uh, sir that's what she said <laughs> Great explanation. Uh, I mean, are you are you sad that you can't be president? I mean, you can never be president because you sadly weren't born in the US. I could be Chancellor of Austria. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you don't be an Austrian who goes to be Chancellor of Germany, that doesn't usually turn out well. I can drive a tank. Trump can't drive a right car. Okay, uh, that's so. Yes. So, what as Chancellor of Austria? Then, what do you think you could bring change to the world? How would you use the power, the the very high power that is the Austrian Chancellorship? I would unite all of Europe under one flag. And what red is my favorite color? So it would just be the Austrian flag. It would just be the United States of Europe slash Austria. And we will have a final solution against North Korea. <laughs> I'm glad. Actually, just on you're, you're obviously a very you're a proud you're a proud Austrian, aren't you, Arnie? Like uh, we don't talk. Yes. About Could you sing the Austrian national anthem for us right now? I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard you sing it before. I mean, just as a proud Austrian, Arnie, I think it might be a, a good idea to do it. Don't you? No. We, we are family. <laughs> All the Austrians and me. Isn't it in German, Arnie? I thought they would sing it in German. Deutschland, Deutschland, über alles. You really are. Uh, it was going to be like, Österreich, Österreich. Das ist Österreich. <laughs> Ben's gonna die. Ben's gonna die. Um, now, uh, have you made any new movies lately? You're talking about Stallone, but I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, you're due for another Terminator movie, aren't you? I have uh, signed up for a Terminator. Mm-hmm. And Is this one going to be any good? Movie? Probably not. <laughs> Please don't have Jai Courtney in it. I blame Jai Courtney. <laughs> Amelia Clark. Well, I'd, Is, okay. Yes. She's worth lifting. <laughs> she your sheep of the week. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But... <laughs> Can you sing the Austrian National Anthem for us again, Arnie? <laughs> we are family. I feel like putting my hand on my heart and standing up. So, so, no, so Terminator, you don't know what else you're doing. I mean, I can pull up your IMDb page if you need some reminder. You are getting on a bit, Arnie, so maybe your age is uh, affecting your brain, is it? Or 
I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to weigh in on anything else while I pull this up to help you out a little bit? You've got, I mean, you've got your official website going on here, Arnie. That probably, I mean, you're 70 now. Can I just say happy recent birthday? Your birthday was about three weeks ago. Thank you so much. How does it feel being hey. 70? Uh, <laughs> <God> <laughs> it's a very weak burp for a man of your stature, Arnold. I thought it was more like burp. I focus on the muscles on the outside, not the inside. Uh, good, good response. You're on. You're on the ball today. Uh, I really can't find your uh, filmography. This is taking longer than you think it would. Uh, just, That's what she said. <laughs> you think if I just click on this button, this might find it? Here we go. Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm a bit worried for you at the moment, sir. Um, you are... <laughs> oh, of course, the new Twins movie's coming out, Triplets. Um, are you looking forward to that? That sounds exciting. That's with Chris Rock. That's <laughs> a black twin. It's actually with Eddie Murphy, the other black actor in Hollywood. Um, you were close. They're all looking <laughs> Don't say that, Artie. Come on. I think you've lost the plot. Sing the Austrian National Anthem again, <laughs> Stuff you <laughs> You look very angry right now. <laughs> shall, shall we end this, honey? You better end it or I'll end you. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Out of all those 40 uh, bathrooms, how many have you taken a dump in and tweeted at the same time? Possibly 10. Just only 10, so you got 30 to go. The rest are all used by the the staff. Right, okay then. Um, and now, with these staff, how many of them are females? 99% of them. And is that so that you can sexually assault them, or what? what, what is the go there, Mr. President? There, there, there's a fine line between... Between... That stuff. That stuff, okay, right. Their um, legs. <laughs> wow, well, did you really just say that, Mr. President? <laughs> Um, I'm glad you're finding it funny. Uh, our listeners are very bemused with this. Uh, now, <laughs> that's it. my laugh. Apparently, keep it, keep it together, Mr. President. You're doing so well with this. Um, one, you play golf a lot. Um, tell, as your game at least improved, all those hard days as president I, I out there in the greens. The the golf course I own down in Florida is a which one. The big one. Florida, I mean, you know. <laughs> and I tell you now, I, I've taken the the Prime Minister of Ch- China, I have taken many people there, and they, they seem to like it. You haven't taken me there, sir. Do I get an invitation? I tell you now, Ben, when you decide to come and visit me in Trump Tower next week, I will take you to golf only if you can show me what you got. What what I got in terms of well, what do you mean? I want you to sing the national anthem of the United States of America now, like right now, like right uh, now. As in right now, I can do that. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail? And something else—that's pretty good, I think. Like, uh, I bet you couldn't sing the Austrian national anthem. You, you would be allowed just because you were able to do that. Then you'd be allowed to come through the wall of Mexico. I tell I you can now, play you play it on welcome. piano, Mr. President. Does that get me entry into the White House? 
I didn't know you even played piano. You didn't know me that much at all before this phone call, sir. I weren't really no, aware I that did you, not. You, you knew much of my background. So, um, and the poo, yeah, I mean, the lack of food. And the lack of food, yeah, yeah. No, poo. Oh, poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the poo count. Poo. The poo count. The poo count. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. How many days it took somebody to pass a poo? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember. I don't know, among other things. Uh, what was the record then? Who who took the longest? I'm, I'm, I'm being all articulate here, Sylvan, and you're you're just bringing it down, aren't you? Got a shit already. I mean, I'm bring it down. Big big. Well, I think you were the longest, weren't you? Yeah. Weren't you like seven days or something? Without a poo. <laughs> yeah. I I can't remember. I mean, I remember that they were they were quite small in stature. I remember that much, and they did cut me out. Not much going on with the plumbing, you know. Like, sounds like repressed memory to me. I gotta mm, say. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> people people often refer to Kadena as shit, but not quite in that context. Um, <laughs> yeah. You want to give it a shot first? I, I I don't have it in front of me. Something like Jess Trapeze artist or something or Trapanier. Trapanier. Right. Okay. So. Jess Trepanier. Yes. Sounds very French. Yes. French, sorry, sorry, sorry. French Canadian. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So thank you for joining us, first of all. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. An thank actual you. French Canadian. Quebecois? Quebecois. Quebecois. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to? What's that like at the end? Because I'm a girl. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Quebecois instead of Quebecois. Quebecois, so, guys, and girls are Quebecois. So. Obviously, the French language is very much, you have, what, effeminate and masculine. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't we do that in English? I'm not sure. I, like a, it I, makes the French language that much more complicated. But doesn't it make kind of the French language sexist that you've got to separate the <laughs> two? Like, I mean, the English language is very accommodating. We, it, it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman, you know? Well, in Spanish, they have feminine and masculine as well. They do it in German. I know they do it in, in German as well. So, what's wrong with the... Like the English language. So thing. Europeans are just a, a sexist, but the English are not. <laughs> so that's why they separated from Brexit because you know their language is not. I, I'm trying to. That's I, exactly why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it took them all. It took them all these years to work that out. Basically, like, oh fuck it, we're like just going to go away from these sexist Europeans mm-hmm. and do our own thing. Everybody loves out of candy, right? <laughs> oh, I, but. I <laughs> candy, candy, the name candy, all right? This is where Ben objectifies women, and it is not Gal Gadot, it's not Robin Wright, it's Anna Candy. <laughs> oh, I'd objectify all of the above, but like, Anna Candy. <laughs> Hang on, and to be fair, I would objectify Chris Pine as well. All right. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah. Ben objectifies anybody with a pulse. Um, I'm not joking. Over the age of 18. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that much. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I've listened to, like, a few of the ones with you. Like, I think I'm bad. Every single time you do a recap, it's like, oh, Patrick Stewart's hot. I'd love to run my hand through his chest there. <laughs> like, like, you are not you having know- sex with your wife enough if she's that horny. Like, come on. <laughs> Stop recording podcasts and have sex with your wife, Colin. You just don't know Jamie. (laughs) She can be like that 24-7. But 
Uh, okay, that Red. makes sense. Hang on a minute. This is where Colin's scheduling. I've got to work. No, you don't. Jamie's got the day off. <laughs> Come on, honey. I bought a box of condoms. Let's put on some Barry White, some candles. Let's do this. I popped on a Keanu Reeves movie. Want to go? <laughs> I'm already naked. What are you Which, talking about? <laughs> uh, if if I, I can't even count how many times we've recorded an episode, and I'm like, all right, Ben, this is the timestamp. We're gonna put together a montage at the end of the year of every time Jimmy mentions somebody shirtless. Do it, do it. That is that. If we do a best of, we haven't even worked out if we're doing one or not yet. But if we do, I want the the segment, the section there of just Jamie. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, and then randomly in the background of episodes, we're like, and Chris Pine when he's in the bath, and she's like, woo, all muffled. <laughs> Random sneeze. That's not really her sneezing. That's her something else. Uh- <laughs> right. <laughs> he has Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, or another digestive <laughs> disorder. This would explain why he would have spent the entire flight in the bathroom and why his bathroom trips <laughs> in the jungle were so lengthy, yet he did not want to discuss it. Um, we have Nathan was simply a jerk with an antisocial personality who had trouble with authority <laughs> figures and thus resented Anna Lucia. Um, I like this one here. A theory? Yeah. A theory? I, I like this. Oh, hang on. Nathan had a criminal past and was doing something illicit in Australia, <laughs> such as smuggling <laughs> drugs or weapons. He was the firecracker smuggler. Not a rocket. People with criminal records and criminal associations are not allowed to enter Australia, a major plot hole in Sawyer's story. Thus, he would have not tra- been travelling under falsified documents. Well, it's not really a plot hole in Sawyer's story. I mean, he's a con man. I mean, he made up the documents. You just retconned yourself there, theory person. Um, I mean... Yeah. I love this. Is one. that true? Uh, it's, we are strict on criminal records. I don't think it's a, a flat out. You can't come in if you've got a criminal record. I think if you've got some explanation, um, but I'm not with a face like Nathan. Yeah, well, exactly. It is well it's known that every other reference to Canada or being Canadian in Lost is indicative of deception. It stands to reason that Nathan may not actually be Canadian at all. <laughs> of the years, he would be the only true Canadian in the series. <laughs> and then even down the bottom oh, here. Oh, is that true? I don't know. I, I don't know what other reference I guess there are. aren't really many Canadians. I like this one here. He does not sound too Canadian. When first... <laughs> when first People were really getting hung up on the Canadian. When first put in the hole by Adelusia, he yells, let me out, several times. There's absolutely no evidence of accent at all! Exclamation mark. Canadians have a very distinctive way of pronouncing the word out. So they should be saying, let me oot, let me oot. <laughs> and then- I feel like you're missing the ma- main Nathan one, the clairvoyant Nathan. Oh, I, I'm, I was about to read the... Watch carefully as he looks at Goodwin and Nathan. The looks Goodwin and Nathan give each other throughout the episode. Some of the looks could be interpreted as some sort of familiarity with each other, which over time turns into frustration. Uh, no, <laughs> so is this some like sexual thing? Oh, I haven't seen the clairvoyant one. What am I doing here? Yeah, like this is. I mean, all the other ones. He's a jerk. He's Canadian. Yeah, it makes sense. Nathan, during his trips, he was following a vision of some kind. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can see that one. Nathan was a drug addict who had his stash on him during the crash. <laughs> Poor Nathan. <laughs> Leave Nathan alone. Oh, like Nathan was not a follower of Jacob, but perhaps a follower of the man in black. <laughs> he was on a company retreat. <laughs> oh, I like this one. He was doing something inappropriate in the jungle, not suitable for <laughs> network television. <laughs> Nathan was having a wank. <laughs> 
<laughs> he hasn't gotten any, and Adelis is not putting out. Well, <laughs> oh god, that's a theory. Nathan was pleasuring is, himself. This is what happens when when Boone dies. We have to make up our own characters with random Pakistani dude, and now we've got Nathan. I wish Nathan lived longer. Um, I like uh, the unanswered questions about Nathan. Why didn't he defend himself? Uh, why was Nathan not a good person, according to Goodwin? Apart from going to the bathroom, why else was Nathan out in the jungle? Having a wank. All those unanswered questions too long. <laughs> Last words. Which way's the beach? I need to have another uh, wank. <laughs> which way's the beach? I've been in this prison cell for too long. I'm about to bust here. Um... Nathan has only met Anna Lucia, Eki, Echo, Eki, Echo, Libby, and Bernard. But he was on the same plane as Jack Hates But he did not speak to any of them. Well, we don't know that. He may have had a little conversation with Paolo on the plane or something. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but we were robbed of not having the Nathan flashback. That's disappointing. Uh, can I just point out that uh, we've eulogised Nathan more than we've eulogised Shannon? <laughs> How are we here? And why do I just feel the overwhelming need to just repeatedly apologize to both of these girls? You know, like this is just so weird. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, I, just, um, I have to ask though. She she didn't like in real life ask you to like have a circumcision, right? I mean, like, I don't want to get too personal with you, John, but like I mean, you didn't go home and like Google how to give a certain have that creepy guy giving you I instructions. Didn't. No, no, I I didn't, and she didn't. Okay, which good. Was, which was awfully awfully nice of her. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. That's why he did it, of course, because the uh, the cheerleading girlfriend. Uh, sorry, like I said, it's been so long, man. Like, like things are a little cloudy. So, like, uh, yeah, that's right. She wanted it. She didn't like. She didn't like him uncircumcised. So he, he. You know. By the way, that when I did that, that was like, yeah, that was like in the second episode, I think, right, where he mm-hmm. circumcises himself. It was, yeah, and um, yeah, and. Um, yeah, I remember that. That was so, that was so bizarre. It was so bizarre too because a little behind the scenes on that, the day that we shot that, it was the director of photography Christopher Baffa's birthday, and so Ryan had this idea of, hey, while you're doing one take of circumcising yourself <laughs> beneath the camera, we're gonna put a a lit birthday cake in your hands so <laughs> so right as you're about to pass out i want you to raise the cake with the candles into camera and um and and i remember <laughs> it was funny because i this footage must exist somewhere because it's literally the thing like I, you hear you know i go to cut and then i'm like passing out and right as i'm about to fall out of frame I raised this candle full of, or, or sorry, this cake full of candles, and um, and I remember internally being kind of pissed because I knew I knew that was the best take. I was like, <laughs> I fucking nailed it! I was like, I fucking nailed it! I was like, they could never use it because I got a goddamn cake in my hands. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, it's true story. I'm gonna yeah, watch man. that differently now. My name is Ben. And I hope by the end of this podcast, I can clone myself so I can go fuck myself. I am Colin, and Ben, you're a good woman, I'm a good man. And my name is Noran. What? 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 What?
I'm Nick, and I'm about to teabag my testicles on a hot tub. <laughs> my name is Ben, and I put semen on my face every night before I go to bed. I'm Simpal Colin. Would you like to play with me? <laughs> and I'm Noah, and I've been a functioning bulimic since junior high. My name's Nick, and I think I captured your cum face pretty well. And my name is Ben, and... I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here, everything is soft and smooth. And my name is Colin, and my heart was pounding the whole time. It was the most erotic moment of my life. My name's Noah, and you might say to me that this podcast could be worse, and I would say, how? And I'm Nick, and you lubricate acid. If I suck my dick in you, it would sizzle off. My name is Ben, and yeah, I urinated in the soap dispenser. Do you want to spank me? My name is Colin, and I brought you that cookie. That was a real cookie. Name, Noah. Age, 22. Location, Crapole Island. I'm Nick, and I need an anal retread. And my name is Ben, and I may not be much with a mentoplasty, but I can assure you I'm a goddamn expert when it comes to putting a rubber on my dick. My name is Colin, and I also go for size 5 tampons. My name is Noah, and my baby has a fever. And I'm Nick, and are you staring at my dick? My name is Ben, and I'm way overdue in the sex department. And my name is Colin, otherwise known as Punky Muffin. My name is Noah, and did that bird just say my name? My name's Nick, and I forgive you for not loving me. It's okay, I don't love you either. My name is Ben, and holy shit, is that my ass? And I'm Colin, and oh, my lucky stars, an Australian. My name is Noah, and I'm the only Australian who loves peanut butter. And I'm Nick, and uh, I got my DNA results last week. HIV, chlamydia, gonorrhea, I'm clean. My name is Ben, and my music, crazy, crazy, crazy. My name is Colin, and I am... I am, uh... I am a spy! My name is Noah, and oh look, there's my favourite leaf. How could I forget? My name's Nick, and you've done playing with my 10-inch stick. And my name is Ben, and... Oh, that's incredible. Oh, deeper. My name is Colin, and I'm a man of many sides. I'm a puzzle. I'm a Rubik's Cube with pants. My name's Noren. I've done everything you've wanted me to do, so why don't I get to host an episode for one? And I'm Nick, and uh, I can hear you crying through the walls at night, so don't you dare scream at me. My name is Ben, and that must make me God. My name is Colin, and I put those sexy pictures of myself in your locker. My name is Noah, and I'm a bloody rock god. My name's Nick, and I've never had a buddy of mine stick his pinky up my ass for shits and giggles. My name is Ben, and Noah, am I so different from the little girl in the schoolyard who used to push you in the mud? My name is Colin, and my star keeps me company and leads me through the night. My name is Noah, and I was pregnant. My name's Nick, and uh, 14 hours in this place without a cup of coffee, even Gandhi would become a narcoleptic. My name is Ben, and I pay you to keep it simple. More ass and less mouth unless it's sucking on me hard. My name is Colin, and I'm afraid of insects, tall people, and Tasmanians. And my name is Noah, and I liked you better when you weren't talking. And I'm Nick, and uh, there's no pro bono for boning a pro. My name is Ben, and you taste so much better than pepperoni. My name is Colin. Uh, you can call me Webman. Call me amazing. Just don't call me late for dinner. Get it? My name is Noah, and I know what a Charlie Horse here. And I'm Nick, and so if I told you I was born without a penis, that would have made everything okay, right? And my name is Ben, and this is my laundry, my machine. Back off and eat your sandwich. My name is Colin. Colin! Why did you say that name? My name is Norm. Ben, I was gonna leave you. I was gonna get away. And I'm Nick, and uh, you need to make love to me. My name is Ben, and why did you say that name? My name is Ben. Why did you say that? It's my fucking... Why did you... For fuck's sake, I'm not a lady, I'm a journalist. There, I'll go with that one. Uh, we had a lot of questions about whether you're a lady or journalist, so let's get that out of the way.
I want to I want to send a message to my 13 year old self. Okay. <laughs> I discovered Survivor as a 13 year old, and this guy was on it. Jervis was my favorite. I love Jervis, but Joel was kind of never okay. never heard of him. Yeah, who's Jervis? <laughs> And then Australian Outback came on, and this was like my like huge fandom, and I still hold Australian Outback as like top four season. Jerry top was four. I'm I'm critical. I, I was like, okay, my favourite season is still a Jerry season. All stars. Well, you don't like all stars. Uh, it was tough. It was a tough one. Yeah. So this is kind of like a diary to my 13 year old and 14 year old self that I'm sitting here right now in a bar drinking vodka rebels with Jerry Manthe. And Joel Klug. Can I just point that out to myself as like a 13 year old fanboy? I, I, I didn't even ever want to start a podcast. It happened. I interviewed these guys and now somehow I'm drinking alcohol with them. <laughs> How does this happen? There's no alcohol in this. These are non-alcoholic. Is it non-alcoholic? Good, good. Mine too. I just wanted to point that out. I wanted to video document this. I love this woman. She's the reason I came to this event. I told you this before. Don't act shocked. You you love it. You love it. And Joel, you're awesome too. And he got got engaged like two days ago. Was it only two days ago? Three days ago. Wow. It was a private thing. When we had the True Tribe Challenge, which was the sandbag challenge, the endurance run around the ring Mm -hmm. um, that they've done in... Fans versus favorites to the started in Palau. That one, the run around the ring in the water, carrying the shit, pass it off if you're going to lose. Yeah, New Zealand one actually too recently as well. Oh, they did, of course. And then, so when Sanapu brought the chickens and said, oh, can we have some food for these chickens? And we went ballistic. Not ballistic verbally at the challenge, but I went off (laughs) my goddamn head when we got back. I went off. They were saying, if you want us to use any of this, you need to start. And I was like, I can't stop swearing. I just need to goddamn go to town. That was, how fucking dare they? Who do they think they are? They can't come back and expect me to take their fucking chickens. They're killing us. They're fucking idiots. I went to town for like half an hour until I stopped and breathed. And they went, are you all good? And I went, I think so. (laughs) Oh, God, I wish I had done it. The other thing, the other thing, the other thing I'll say is that, which, which Phoebes has mentioned a few times as well, is there was a lot, not a lot, but just sort of camp life as me as well. Like my relationship with the Vavau chicken um, apricot was because she was obsessed with me and I was annoyed with her and got pissed off. So I'd take my frustrations out on her, not like physically, but just like, sw- like instead of swearing at the people around me that were annoying me or just saying you're an idiot, piss off, I would say it to the chicken. So there was a lot of stuff that was not included of in my relationship with the chicken, which everyone else found completely and utterly amusing and loved it because I would swear at her and abuse her and she'd come and hop on my lap or come and try to cuddle up to me. And I'd go, what are you doing? Just get away from me. And... Phoebe's like there was only one I think one snippet maybe a few that you actually saw that and Phoebe's was like oh my god that's ridiculous there was even in the time that she was with us there was so much of it that she said I wish that you guys got to see more are you just not a fan of chickens chicken. or is it <laughs> no not a, no I love chickens they're great I mean I don't like birds necessarily personally but some birds especially magpies they're evil they're the devil's children <laughs> oh and emus but um cassowaries no the chicken was fine but oh, 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 o
No, it was just because we were never going to kill her, and she was just a mole, and I just she was she was a vent for me or an outlet, and it was like the more I abused her, the more she loved me. Like she used to try to jump up on the bed next to me, and I'd go, "Go, what are you doing? Just go! Can everyone get her away from there?" Like, "Oh, she loves you, Craig. She loves you. She wants to cuddle," and I'd be like, "Bullshit! She's probably shitting in my shoes." You know that sort of shit. So. But you never saw it because wow. it was just me being me and they were like, crap, we just can't edit that. So, note, to, note to Channel yeah. 10, uh, please release yeah. all the extra scenes of yeah. Craig and the chicken. That's all yeah, we want. Much. That's all we want. It's, and just make sure it's rated yeah. so that they can put that on there. And it's at your discretion if you watch it. I think you're going to look at that screenshot I just sent you and crack up laughing here. So I'm just going to wait for you to re- see the edit I put on Wikipedia just to that bit right now. Season 3 of Prison Break, playing the role Panamanian Drug Kingpin, it'll record roles, series regular. Um, that's all I see. Where am I missing this year? Right at the top, Robert Wisdom. You've got to look underneath where it's got Robert Ray Wisdom was born. 1953 is an American actor best known for his roles as Howard Bunny Colvin on The Wire, Norman Lachero, St. John on Prison Break, and his exceptionally large dog. <laughs> I did went to put Peters, but it said, we've noted that an edit you have made is inappropriate. Uh, and I've just refreshed the page and it's still live on Wikipedia as of right now. I'm just going to send you the link so you can confirm that. We'll have to put a screenshot up on our, on our website. Oh, we, we will never be trusted again, but this is making for such a great episode. <laughs> This is, this is his favourite uh, actor is Brad Pitt all over again from the Survivor Oz days. <laughs> the difference is Survivor Wiki leaves that on there, whereas oh. Wikipedia, that's going to get removed any time now and uh, my random edits will be banned. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Robert Wisdom's thanking oh. me for making his day too. He's like, damn straight, now the truth's oh. been out there. <laughs> I'm sending this to my wife right now. She's got to see this. <laughs> Can I also just point out the fact that his character name is Tito? It just reminds me of Rush Hour. You mean Tito? Total's what we had last night for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Now back to our dinner. Yes. Okay, so baby oh, hang on. No, we haven't finished dinner, right? Okay, okay baby back ribs. Yes. We had um, some pasta salad. Mm-hmm. We had baked beans. We and did. Then you... All of a sudden, jumped up and, and pre- decided to prepare a very Australian dessert for us. <laughs> and you said, "Do you have white bread? Do you have?" Um, I said bread. I, did, I should have said white bread. I shouldn't said, have gone for the said, sourdough. You said bread, and then you you didn't say fairy dust, but I'm going to call it fairy <laughs> dust, which was be sprinkles, Spring, hundreds and thousands, as we would call them. In hundreds Australia. and thousands. Yeah. So I jumped up in the in in the little pantry and found some. You did sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Brought out the butter, and you prepared us a very Australian dessert. Now, can I just put some background here? Uh, I was meant to make this in Kansas the other day because I made lamingtons, and I was going to give the the Kansas people, uh, the Kansas people, the whole state apparently, <laughs> uh, Jennifer and her mum, I was going to prepare them with uh, some Australian cuisine. So I did the lamingtons. They turned out fantastic. I've never made lamingtons before in my life, and they were fantastic. Didn't get around to making the fairy bread. It kind of just it escaped the, the plan. So I thought, well, here when we'd finished dinner, and I was like, great, well, here we go. Let's try this out. And uh, although the Lamingtons were fantastic in Kansas, the fairy bread in Georgia was pretty shit because (laughs) here's a note to Australians listening to this. If maybe you haven't had fairy bread since you went to, like, a party as a kid or something like that, it doesn't work on sourdough. 
party or what we call a party. Yes. Party or a party. 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 Um, Stick stick to the white bread, uh, Australia. Uh, That's my lesson learnt from... uh, Fairy bread, so uh, that was disappointing. I should have maybe brought some lamingtons with me from uh, Kansas, or at least made no, you some. No, it was great. I will never forget it. It was fantastic. Yeah, you won't never because <laughs> it was that bad. But then, but I made up for it after that with some delicious Tim Tams. Tim Tams. Oh my gosh! Now, before I was introduced to the milk chocolate Tim Tams, but this time you brought me the white. My favorite. They uh, they were delicious, were they Tim not? Tams. Yes, yeah, they were great. And you had uh, prepared a uh, very uh, longingly homemade salted caramel salted brownie. Salted caramel mix. brownie. However, we were told that if we ate all of our fairy dust <laughs> fairy bread, bread party <laughs> dessert, we would get a Tim Tam. So I can tell you, you didn't eat it all, but I just gave you. We anyway. didn't, but but. We had the dogs in there, so yeah. we, we had a little help from So did our the friends. dogs enjoy the fairy bread? Yes, indeed, they did. All right. Glenn called it ferret bread. By the way. <laughs> ferret bread. He did. Which maybe maybe would have been more appropriate with the, the taste it. You know, it's funny. You know, the dogs have been barking like crazy, and I just gave them some of the fairy bread, and since they've had it, they're not barking. I Are think, they alive? I think uh, I need T-Bird. to go they check on out? I'm telling you. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. One. Crisis averted. No right, vet, no vet okay. needs to be called. Everything's good. Right. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like this little cutting around here where, you know, you get just this shot of, co- uh, I was about to say, Cock and Dalos. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, and that escalated was, quickly. And here I was thinking, here I was thinking <laughs> Yasko and Bocas were funny, but now you say Cock and Dalos. Cock and Dalos. <laughs> Everybody's favorite pair at Third Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Cock and Dalos. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Jesus! Christ. I'm never gonna let you forget that one. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> Cock and Dallas. Cock and Dallas. Cock and Dallas. Everybody's favorite pair. Um, so Cock and Dallas. Cock and Dallas. In- <laughs> <laughs> the Cock and Dalos musical. He is a doctor. He's been around. He's not really a doctor. They just call him. Well, they can't even call him Doc because he's cock. Uh, and Dallas is the guy who had a daughter, and she is now with the Kennys, yeah. Uh. Cock and Dallas, everyone's favorite pair, Cock and Dallas. <laughs> he was a douche nozzle, cause he got rid of Morales and couldn't drive two hours down the road to Philadelphia, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, that's Cock and Dalos, uh musical coming soon to Broadway. The musical, com- yeah, composed by Ben Waterworth and Darvell Stewart. Starring Eva LaRue as both people, because she's awesome. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, th- where, are co- where are Cock and Darlos? All I was going to say is they're chilling in an ambulance watching the riding. That's basically all they're doing here, so... <laughs> Cock and Dollar sitting in an ambulance. But we're going to get to this scene because you want to get to this scene. We all want to get to this scene. Yeah. Um, I look, I don't, I cannot remember for the life of me why we did this. Uh, <laughs> I know why. The next, <laughs> because the next scene is a sense. It's a Ben Water with Vanity Project. It's more a Bridget Jones ripoff, all right? <laughs> <laughs> So the next scene is simply me in my office drinking what looks like a bottle of water again. It's vodka. Um, lip syncing to All By Myself. Uh, <laughs> For all five minutes of the song. <laughs> and it basically, if you didn't get what is meant to happen at the end, I get so distraught that I inject myself with heroin. <laughs> is that what happened? 
We had like a fake doctor's kit, which we you barely see like the stethoscope at any point. And there was like a fake needle in it, and I really wanted to use it. So yeah, there's meant to basically be uh, overzealous drug use in this movie, <laughs> where I get so depressed, I have to inject myself with heroin. Um, now, we actually also were planning, because we did film Josh also lip-syncing to All By Myself. Uh, there's a slight bit in one of the blooper reels that you'll see of him in it, but I never... Never, I just didn't use it because it didn't have any purpose in the movie. Neither did this scene. But um, so yeah, and now it's funny that you say like all five minutes of it. Uh, pretty much, uh, my video production teacher said that this film was so bad and decided to use this scene as the exception as to why did you even have that? Why did you have to have yourself in this lip syncing all by yourself? It made no sense to the movie. The movie was doing okay up to that point, and it completely took away from the entire Wait, film. It was doing okay. Okay up until now? <laughs> this is okay? Apparently. Uh, <laughs> this is why people can't graduate in Hobart. <laughs> but um, <laughs> call it the Ben Wallace Vanity Project if you like. <laughs> I at least had fun acting that scene. <laughs> yeah, it shows. <laughs> anyway, say what you want about it, Colin. <laughs> oh my, your feelings are going to be so hurt. <laughs> I already are. <laughs> so, this is another moment that Ben didn't know the camera was rolling. <laughs> <laughs> this also happens to uh, be how Ben spends his Saturday nights when Nick and I aren't available to record. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> Um, I actually do think your performance in it is kind of funny. Uh, if it was like maybe a minute, minute and a half, I'm with your teacher. Five minutes in, I'm actually just like, just let it be done. I was verbally saying, Jamie's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, this scene, it's never ending. What did Jamie think of it? She was just looking at like everything else in the movie. She's like, what am I watching? <laughs> Another actual quote from the DVD cover. <laughs> um, I mean, I was laughing during this, but it was kind of more of like a sad laughter. <laughs> like, I'm so sad he spent this much time wasting his, his education. <laughs> Clearly education's worked out for me so well. I'm podcasting about this film 12 years He's later. podcasting about his own vanity projects. That's a double vanity project you're listening to this week on the Oz Network. And wait till we do the recap of the recap of Kill Films. <laughs> Remember that part of the recap where Colin was laughing about me? <laughs> uh, if there was any hope for this to get a rented, it is gone after all by myself. Come on, just, just, I'm watching it right now. The dramatic stabbing of my arm as I rip the sleeve up. The dramatic fall down to the ground as I throw away the needle. I fall on my back. My glasses apparently have disappeared. And I'm just on the floor screaming in agony. I'm so by myself, Colin. I know, that's, Great acting. You see, that's what made it so sad is it was so believable. You know you've been there. <laughs> you mean have? I'm still there. <laughs> This is this is after the lengthy audition process for the role of Matilda. <laughs> Why can't I get a girl to kiss me? 
Uh, in all seriousness, it's probably your best acting scene of the movie. Because <laughs> I'm not acting. <laughs> It is funny in an unintentional way, I guess. Probably the hardest I laughed in the movie. My <laughs> <laughs> stomach is so sore. <laughs> I had dental surgery 48 hours ago. My stitches have come out, I think. <laughs> How are you going to explain that to the dentist? <laughs> How did you do this, Colin? Oh, I just watched a guy singing all by myself. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see how much of a loser he is, dentist? Just wait until he fakes shooting up heroin and you'll get the joke. The funniest bit is the heroin scene. I've got this depressed guy drinking a bottle of vodka and shooting himself with heroin. It's comedy gold. In all honesty, forget about uh, my stitches. The last time I sweat this much, I was running a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest scene in the history of film. <laughs> I tweeted that out. You saw the tweet. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> people, we know based on the YouTube numbers versus the download numbers, we know a lot of people are not watching the movie. You need to <laughs> Yeah, I think we had, I think Q-Phil 1's like had over 300 <laughs> downloads yet. The movie on YouTube had like 17 <laughs> views. <laughs> That's like Catherine the Shed Master. Actually, because I, I can look at the, um, the watch time, it gives you statistics on YouTube, like how long people watch it for. <laughs> and, okay, here's an example. Noah, who is coming back soon. Yay, save us, Noah. Um, he said that he listened to the episode, which is, you know, cool. But then he's, I, he didn't tell me if he watched the movie or not. Now, he was in Malaysia during the week, and I've looked at the analytics of the, uh, the watch time, and it's got there, someone in Malaysia has watched this movie for nine minutes. <laughs> that was the first one, not the second one yet. So I'm going to be interested to see what the watch size has happened. Noah literally gave up watching Killfield 1 after nine minutes. <laughs> That's about five minutes longer than most people, but still. <laughs> oh, we have reached a point here on the Oz Network. We are literally <laughs> covering my so-called vanity project. <laughs> We have spent a good five minutes just cracking up laughing over something that happens to me every night in real life. <laughs> I can't wait till we cover a movie where there's a person, like, getting so distraught over their baby crying every, like, ten seconds they throw it against the wall. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> what happens after this? <laughs> it's all a blur. <laughs> Is there anything after this? Isn't that the end of the movie? Nothing that lives up to us. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Bin it. <laughs> what does it say here? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. It's the novel. Um, I'm just reading this book here. Um, yep. No. Sorry, I was just reading her book. I was just halfway through the episode. Ah, fuck the podcast. I'm going to read my book. <laughs> I was like, bored of Ben. <laughs> We're professionals here. On it's not 
Right off, the novelization. Oh, the dogs are talking in this one. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go watch another episode. Hang on. I'm going to go watch Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I'm sorry, uh, people listening for the dead air. <laughs> I just got a bit distracted. I forgot that if I'm reading something, I have to read it out loud or not read We're it. We're men. We can't do more than one thing at once. All right? I got... I'm sorry, that was so unprofessional. <laughs> um, I got a bit distracted. Um... I'm sorry to say, they already have been announced. I'm going to send you both the link in our uh, box there. Uh, Suhrang and Bandaby are the official mascots. Uh, Suhrang is a tiger, yeah, white tiger. And uh, Buhrang is a, a Asiatic black bear. And they actually look like pretty decent mascots. I don't know if you... What do you Wait, think? In the, you, is this how you pronounce Bandabi? Because that's what I'm reading when it's... What did the I link say? Boorang. Oh, Surang. Oh, hang on. I've just thought Surang and Boorang. Yeah, Bandabi. <laughs> you think we'd edit that out to make me not look like a dick, but clearly we've kept that in. Uh, <laughs> oh, aren't you looking forward to the games next year when Ben Waterworth rips shit into Korean culture? Uh, hello to all our Korean listeners out there. <laughs> That's on the best of right away. Yeah. Um, let's 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 talk a bit about these masks mascots here. Um, I like Surang, uh, Burang or whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah, Burang's great. Uh, he just kind of looks like like I don't know dark Teddy Ruxpin with a, with a sand hat on or <laughs> something. Like, I don't know what this is. Who's dark you don't Teddy, know Teddy Ruxpin? Ruxpin no. <laughs> you don't know Teddy Ruxpin? I, I don't know if I've ever heard of that before in my life. <laughs> All right. Yeah, here comes another link, okay? <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin was like a toy. I guess you would consider it like the first interactive toy. It was an animated series, but they, they made the animated series out of a toy that well, you'd put like a cassette in it and it would talk to you and its mouth would move and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. My sister used to have a thing like that, but it was Mother Goose. It was like you put a tape in it and it would read <laughs> stories and it used to scare the shit out of me. Um... Well, <laughs> if it wasn't a bear and if it wasn't wearing a sweater, then it's not the same thing. That okay? is creepy. That bear is creepy. Yeah. It, it looks like one of those, um, what's that, F- Five Nights at Freddy's video game things? Like It looks like one of those things that's going to kill you. That's terrifying. <laughs> I wanted one of these so bad when I was a kid, and the show was amazing. the the show The show holds up still today. That honestly looks like yeah, it's like... going to kill me. Go <laughs> 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 well, alone there, Jared. I mean... You think that's freaky too, right? I'm not the only one. Maybe it's an Australian thing. <laughs> yeah, that's nightmare material. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians love it, but Australians are like, ah, get it away from me. Uh... Oh, it was huge here. I got another one I'll send you where he's eating his own circuit board, it looks like. So this will give you nightmares, especially oh, if you God. zoom in really close. That's not a circuit board. That's a small child. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jimmy. That's little Jimmy. He's dead. <laughs> Honey, what happened to little Jimmy? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> so so what I'm gathering is that you're a bigger fang of Boorang than you are Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boorang looks sweet. <laughs> With his Santa hat. He actually... And, you, know, I, you go, you go. What's that moon? I, I'm guessing it's supposed to be a moon or something, but it looks like he has a bib on. <laughs> and it looks... What's the hat he's wearing? It almost looks like the Russian flag. It's like... It's white, red, blue. It was green on there, but why is Boorang promoting Russia? <laughs> <laughs> They're 
calling a boot right yeah, It's not Bandaby. It sounds like Bambi. Boorang <laughs> <laughs> and Surang is so much better. You know what it looks like? It actually looks like the uh, the Moscow bear. Was that Misha? That was the the, Mo- the Moscow bear from the 80s? Google that. Google Misha. I'm actually looking at it right now. It's very similar. Is, where's, the, where's the copyright suit against this that the Pyeongchang Olympics have just ripped off the Moscow Olympics? There's the Russian aspects there again. The Koreans and the oh, Russians wait, are together. Talk about creepy. This Moscow one is terrifying. Oh, now, come on. <laughs> oh, it's not like some belt on and stuff. We do an episode uh, just on the mascots. Like, Yeah, mascots. Can we get the mascots on? Can that be our next interview? Easy. Let's Sorry, bring back Easy. We're gonna bump our moguls preview because we have to get the mascots. I was gonna guess uh, when um, you uh, and I, I'm going blank on the character's name when you put the guy in the the uh, the pressure the hyperbaric chamber. Oh, Crest. Crest. No, yeah, no Crest. that's not it either. No. We're, we're big Bond fans here, uh, <laughs> no, Robert. We're that- huge. Um- <laughs> That was done. That was done because Bond set that guy up. Bond was the one that set uh, um, uh, what's his name, Anthony Zerbe's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, forget his name now. No, there's Guilty another. There's, there's only one act of violence, really. That, and it's just because the guy was an irritant. Yeah, you remember? You want me to tell you? Yeah, you're gonna have to because we're we're really failing our um our status <laughs> here right, as a James Bond line. podcast, you here, Robert. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you the line. I'll give you the line, and you tell me who it is. Time to start cutting overhead. Uh, no, that wasn't Felix. Mm. No. Uh, near the you end of the movie. That uh, Truman, Truman Lodge? Truman Lodge. There you go. Yes. The accountant. <laughs> I win! <laughs> the accountant. That was the only act of violence, because he was an irritant. Yeah. Million, that's another great expense. Another $30 million, you know what I mean? Well, that, that was a good one. I mean, no one liked Truman Lodge, did they? Uh. No, he didn't. He was a little. He was a little irritant. That guy, you know what I mean. So, but but that was the. But, but think about it. Nobody liked him, but he was the one act of violence that Sanchez really commits that you could say is unjustified. It's a good point. Mm. It's a. I mean, they, I mean, it's just. It's interesting, sort of looking at it that way, and um, you know, I mean, we've done. Uh, we we obviously did our film recap on License to Kill, and we you know we we're doing film commentaries, Robert. So we'll we'll do that at one point. But I mean, with that, that's um. I, I mean, Colin, there you go. We didn't have that take on it at all. So uh, we've 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 learned something today as well. And here's something else to add. I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, there's ever been a film where someone who was already dead was shot. Now Sanchez, and this was again an improv. Remember when what's his name takes. Uh, the uh, cyanide pill, mm-hmm. Carrie here at the Gawa played him. All right. And what do I do? He dies and I pull up my gun. I go, you puta. And I shoot him mm-hmm. because he didn't give me the satisfaction of killing him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Sanchez, so after that, after that moment, and you guys could research, this would be good. I'd like to know if this is so. But after that moment, other films had people killing guys that were already dead. And you started the trend. I, well, Bond... Look, at, I've been in trailers on big movie sets where the directors and the producers were watching Bond sequence for their action film to do takes on them. And the thing about Bond and something that Cubby always wanted was that the wardrobe, there were a few times when they made the wardrobe of the, of the moment. And then they said, no, we don't want to do that. We want to make it so you can watch this film in 20 years and not have it feel that dated. 
You know what I mean? In terms of music and wardrobe, in some instances. You better go hide. He's a very scary man. Okay, this is very undesirable. You, I don't think he'll come to our house. You don't? Not, well, not at all? I, think he I might. don't think he knows. <laughs> I think we might have put a sensor sound over that so people don't necessarily know where Sam actually does live. Um, just just a word of advice. Don't give out your address on air. You will have undesirable. <laughs> well, I think he lives in a very noisy place and I don't think he likes quiet. And what's this noisy place that he lives in? No, it could be. We're going to have to block over that as well because I think <laughs> there is uh, actually someone yeah, who lives at 35 more And it does go noisy up there. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, maybe we'll find out if he'll come over, Sam. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. see. We'll see. And that speech by, uh, you know, uh, Uncle Mark is just uh, Mike, Mark. What am I saying here? Um, that it's, it's, it is Mark. Why am I thinking Mike? I'll just call him Adam Ben. No, it's, um, it, it is Mike. Why have I written Mark? Who's Mark? <laughs> His long lost twin brother. I was going to call him Adam. Um, <laughs> um, who's Elizabeth and Mitchell? Um, <laughs> don't get started, Ben. Um, it's not even Elizabeth and Mitchell, it's Emerson Claire. I can't even remember names. This is why you remember the episode names, and I'm just dumb. <laughs> Who are these people? What would you do without me, Ben? <laughs> Faith Boscarelli. Um, Maurice Yokus. My favourite characters in um, Fifth Watch. What a show. Uh, <laughs> Ben's losing it. Uh, <laughs> you are losing your marbles, man. I feel like they may have done it. No. You know, they opened up to each other, then he's watching her sleep. Well, she didn't open up to him in that way. Like, I mean, maybe a bit of hand action. but Hand job. <laughs> you know, a bit of touchy-feel, a bit of grind. But, uh, you know, no. Uh, I don't think a hand job. I think probably just a bit of feely bit kissing. Of and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how nonchalant... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying whether or not it was like who did the fingering. <laughs> oh, for some reason, like a hand job, yeah, that was fine. But then when you say oh, a bit of fingering, it just becomes gross. <laughs> oh yeah, a bit of touching, a bit of kissing. Oh yeah, a bit of fingering. Oh. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's totally happened. Um, <laughs> Finger bang. <laughs> Poor Charlie. Do you remember that South Park episode where they were that boy band and they were singing Finger Bang? I never got that. <laughs> Finger bang, bang, finger bang. I never understood that. <laughs> well, when that came out, I probably was 10 and I definitely didn't get it. <laughs> why did my parents let me watch South Park? Mine didn't. Like, There's a reason why they... They never used to make them watch The Simpsons, but The Simpsons is so tame. Like, I remember we used to go around private school calling each other dildos, and we didn't know what it meant. Like, in South Park, <laughs> Kitty, stop being such a dildo! And it's like, you know, oh, it looks like a certain kitty kitty will be coming home with mummy tonight. Like, I never got that line when I was, like, 12. But now <laughs> it's hilarious. I feel like we would be great social experiments for psychologists because <laughs> you grew up not allowed to watch South Park when you were a kid and I was grew up 
uh, being totally allowed to watch it when I probably shouldn't have. And I'm the so, one dropping the lines about yeah. fingering, and you're, you're the calm one. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. I haven't seen all those movies in such a long time. We're really bringing back these memories for you. This is a blast from the past right now for you, Joel. <laughs> It really is. You know what we need to do? We need to get you on to cover the movie with us. There you Rewatch go. it. We'll do a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think we should watch it probably in Australia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Colin's never been here either, so look, yeah. we'll fly you out. We'll stretch the budget okay. and um, we'll get you oh, here. Oh, fantastic. We'll... <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> bring, Done. bring Tom I mean... Hanks. Bring Kevin Bacon. We'll get an Apollo 13 reunion sure, going as well. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. I do also like this, this bit there where um, like, they walk into the bit and Rick Flagg sort of sees her. And what does Dick just say? You need to go in there and you need to slap her ass and tell her to knock this shit off. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to go over too well. <laughs> like, and like, again, I love the fact that there's complaints, oh, this bit's sexist. Like, for the love of God, it's just like, I don't even, like... He's a villain! He's a villain! Like, oh, even villains can't be sexist. No. <laughs> no. Oh, he's a rapist? And I love... Make it sure that he's a consensual rapist that's sexist. <laughs> like, it's also, like, an incredibly powerful world-eating witch. <laughs> and you want to pull the... She does not deserve to be objectified like that. She's killed many people. She has basically committed rape and turned half of the men in Midway City into avocado heads. Where's the outrage over her? It doesn't matter, Colin. She's a woman. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> That's a good point. She's like this evil, evil woman. No! Do not slap her on the ass! <laughs> Sexist! Not take it! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> when you kill her, you're not allowed to hit her. That's sexist. All right? If we had just had that scene in there and she's like, hashtag me too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Enchantress on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Try to destroy the world, but objectified. (laughs) Never okay. Hashtag me too. (laughs) 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 Two men talk about women's issues on the Oz Network. It always goes well. No, we well our slogan is visit Scotland, like that's what we say. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> wow, that's original. Best, but <laughs> no, but like basically all the adverts for Scott Visit Scotland are um it's like this guy with a Highlands accent. It's a really pretty accent. Like oh yep. it just makes you really happy, like you'd fall asleep listening to him. It's like visit Scotland. But like, you really want to. Do that again. I, I feel like I would need to visit Scotland visit after Scotland. you do that. Visit Scotland. No, but it's like his accent is so beautiful. And he's like, visit Scotland. And you're like, okay, I will. And I live here and I want to visit. So, yeah. so basically, basically a bunch yeah. of people in the Scottish tourist board have like sat around a table probably all day. like going, right, let's come up with a slogan for Scotland. And then essentially one guy's just gone, I've got it. Visit Scotland. Like, oh, brilliant. You deserve a raise. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm going to send you the, like, you have to look at the YouTube videos, though, because they're really good. Like, our country is pretty, pretty, like, it's pretty. Well, I mean, look, it, it looks very pretty, but, I mean, it can't compete with the greatest Australian slogan of all time. We literally had the slogan, Australia, where the bloody hell are you? So, I mean, that literally was our slogan to try and get you to come here. So, I mean, couldn't it, like, I know Scot- Scotland's very similar to Australia, aren't they, in the fact that you swear a lot and you drink a lot. So, couldn't it be like, I fucking come to Scotland, eh? Well, I think we're trying to show that there's more to it than that, but... <laughs> You know, yeah, pretty much alcohol is our life. Yeah, and they were basically in a car, and they were having sex, and coitus. they came to this huh? <laughs> Coitus. I love that word, coitus. Uh, I, I learned that word from the Big Bang Theory from Sheldon, but I just love how Doc uses know, the word coitus. Like, you explain things so much better than I do, to be honest. They were you're fucking, so- all right? Uh, <laughs> is that better? You think I explain things differently? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. Yep. Things just got real tonight. No. Um. <laughs> if you and I one day have children separately with other partners, you with um, I don't know, Emily DeRaven. Um, <laughs> yeah, why not? Me with your friend Emily. Uh, it's <laughs> and we raised. Do da- you <laughs> We have to use Emily's in there somewhere. Uh, we raised daughters, and like we've got a son knocking on our door. Son-in-law, like Mr. Groves, I'd like to marry your daughter. You're just going to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so, um, what are you doing here? Unless it's I don't know, like um. Uh, who would you not want to marry your like you <laughs> let's be honest that's probably realistic <laughs> 60, 60 year old me and your 18 year old daughter knocking on my door oh Ben I haven't heard ben, from you in a while what, how you doing what do you want yeah good what do you uh, I've been, Mr. Grant I've been sleeping with your daughter my 18 year old <laughs> my 16 year old <laughs> Uh, I'd like to marry her. No! <laughs> Not at all! Leave! I've lost it. Not a chance! <laughs> God, I, how do I get the feeling that this is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy? You know? <laughs> this is when you say, oh, God, I really should have set him up with Emily. Uh... <laughs> oh, this is... I don't want to see this platform. You <laughs> can't stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My stomach is so sore. Um... <laughs> I don't know where I was going Stay with that. I don't know where I was going with that. The point is... Leave me and my daughter alone. Uh, the, po- the point is that... So... What is the point, Ben? I don't know. Jim and son, dad, he's in love, all right? Cool. Uh, stay away from my daughter. Uh, um... Oh, oh my god! This is my exercise for the day. Uh, so, <laughs> but he's like the most incredible gentleman you'll ever meet in your life, and uh, 
I think his wife was pregnant with twins at the time. So the wow. whole thing, like, as actors, you're just like, okay, let's do this. You know what I mean? It's like, it can be extremely awkward, but it was fine. Um, He's so polite that I was like, all right, it's going to be fine. <laughs> well, there's the, the one yeah. scene I think kind of um, when you guys first get together, there's like this shot of you guys in the shower, which is kind of like... Which is kind of interesting to see because, I mean, this is obviously like, you know, network TV. It's sort of not cable. I mean, yeah. I, I'm watching that like, wow, for network TV, that's pretty, uh, you know, confronting. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah, they had to build. I remember, you know, they built that whole shower, and Brooke had this whole vision, and we were going to do. There was a whole thing. The shower took a lot of time, <laughs> and I don't think they went on for very long. It was kind of a short moment. Yeah, but it told a lot of stories. I was, however, once in chicken feed as a kid. Oh, feed. Yeah, and I was wearing my school uniform, and an old lady came up to me, and she's like. Is this where the plugs are? And I was like, (laughs) sorry, you know, like awkward, you know, 15-year-old me. And she's like, I mean, you should know. Don't be so rude. Where are the plugs? And I was like, oh. um, She'll leave a review for you on Facebook. Perhaps perhaps you should. Perhaps I could direct your attention to a staff member over there. And she actually thought I worked there because of my school uniform because it was like a blue shirt. Anyway really embarrassing and I just kind of was like <laughs> she mistakes, mistaked you for a uh, famous chicken feed a famous for, for, for chicken she, feed chicken no for the staff member and then I was just like <laughs> all you need is chicken sidled feed. away and then she was just like oh bloody young people these days and it, <laughs> you know I was like just, I don't just think now here. Jackie yeah. she's probably dead now that makes me really sad in my heart, Ben. Mm, sorry. Thought it would make you feel better. Such is the rhythm of life. We finally hear about Noah's backstory, which uh, him and his uh, flying partner, Salik. Yeah, and, uh, sure. You start to- flying partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know what those two are up to on the indoor. Romantic little getaway. Ben. In the gutter, <laughs> eating peaches together, sitting by the fireside. roly polling <laughs> on the grass and talking about sand. Yeah. <laughs> it's coarse. It's rough. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Here it would be like twigs and leaves. And they get everywhere. And then they have a scene where they have their first argument. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Noah's talking about how he hates the skull heads. I hate them. I hate all of them. <laughs> we can just easily make this attack of the clones. It would be a great movie. <laughs> you killed younglings. Um... <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> uh... <laughs> no one's Salik. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Salak? Is he okay? Is he all right? <laughs> His bones are chained to the wall, Noah. No! <laughs> Salak's giving birth. Uh, uh, Sindel. Uh, uh, nice. They're still good in him. <laughs> I love Natalie Portman, but she's shit in that scene. Oh yeah, we some you know, bags people give so much school. criticism. 
People give so much criticism to, like, Hayden Christensen. I will make the argument Natalie Portman's performances in those movies are worse than Hayden Christensen. Oh, like, far worse. Not like, all it's of them. It's just awful. She's a bit bored in Revenge of the Sith, but, like, you know, she's like, a bit bored. <laughs> she's only working with what she's got. <laughs> we used to just... Oh, come on. Everybody else makes the most of that movie. And here she is in that, and she's like, uh, it's only because I'm so in love. <laughs> like, and that's the personality we get out of her. Obi-Wan thinks you're really stressed, Anakin. The honest trailer's the best when it's like, Natalie Portman is barefoot and pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) We did mean to talk about Battle for Endor here. We found something more interesting. (laughs) Coming soon, the age-old debate. What wins, hearts and minds, <laughs> or the Phantom Menace? Guest starring Ian Summerholder as the moderator. Defending hearts and minds is Ian Summerholder. Defending the Phantom Defending Menace, the Phantom nobody. Menace. Colin. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Me, I think it's better than hearts and minds. <laughs> Ian Summerholder versus Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> In the ultimate debate. <laughs> Who is the most pointless character that everybody wishes didn't exist? Boone or Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> Boone. I don't like sand. <laughs> no, actually, hang on. Let's redo that scene. Boone. I like sand. <laughs> no, you don't, I, I, Boone. I, 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 I like sand. Hold, I think it's soft. Hold me like you did on Naboo. I held you better. I held you better on Naboo. <laughs> you were the chosen one. No, I was. Shut up, Boo. <laughs> I think the Jedi Council is evil. <laughs> no, I have the higher, higher ground. <laughs> Boone in Star Wars. <laughs> You killed younglings. No, I did. I killed them better. They were younger younglings. They were younger younglings. I killed toddlers. Luke, I am your father. I am too. I hate them. I killed them all. I brought them back to life with a pen. I'm out of pen. Please help. Could you tell Luke? Is that who you can tell? No, but I can tell Boone. That's not Boone on Star Wars. Oh my god, can we just do this all the time? (laughs) Boone quotes classic movie moments. (laughs) We could probably get Ian Summer to do that for him. (laughs) He's not doing anything now. Oh my god. <clears throat> anyway, uh <laughs> Is that a unicorn in the background or I just imagine it's just a sexy white horse? A sexy white horse? It's a damn looking good horse if you ask me. <laughs> that horse is better Bestiality. Okay in the Star Wars universe. That, that horse is better looking than some of the women I've been with. Like that's a fine looking <laughs> animal. Oh, come on. You've got to look at that horse and think that's a good-looking horse. Uh, no, I was actually going to make the comment. I'm like, <laughs> you know, obviously you go from, like, this this angelic-looking woman to um, Chantel or whatever her name is. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chantel. Ride my horse. <laughs> but it's supposed to be, like, this contrast of, like, the good witch and the, the wicked witch or whatever. 
But for the horse, it just goes from being a white horse to a black horse. And I'm like, well, is this supposed to be an evil horse now? <laughs> is black the color of evil horses? Or uh, we find out from Ben, it's just ugly horses, apparently. Well, I mean, I don't know, but it's a good looking horse. That's like a... <laughs> it's the third time Ben has said, that's a good looking horse. But like, like horses, like, you know, when you say unicorns, they're usually like white and kind of shiny and... You know, like it's kind of like, yeah, that that that's a that's a fine horse. That's an animal that you'd want to ride. <laughs> like as in ride, like it's a horse. Get your mind no, out of the gutter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just wanted to be known that this conversation started with Ben saying, "You got the sexy lady and the sexy white horse." <laughs> you know, speaking out honestly, for horse. I like horses. Uh, that's like a secret. It's not a secret. I mean, it's all shameful Ben moments. He likes horses. <laughs> secret. Keep it secret, Ben, okay? I, like I think there are still some laws for that. I know <laughs> other things pass in Australia, but some things still aren't legal. Yeah, that, that's our next, um, our postal vote. Can you marry horses? That <laughs> um, the Christian Conservative Party thinks it's going to. That's another story. <laughs> You end up being with Alanis Morissette because why not? And uh, then... oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> she was fantastic. I was going to ask that, like, I how is it her. working? With, I mean, like, I can imagine that you know, as a, as an actor, you're working with many people over the years. But when it comes to say, like, Alanis Morissette, hi, by the way, Roma, you're going to be uh, you know involved, and this I is who's playing the role, Alanis Morissette. Like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. And all I could do, because I loved her even before, and then all I did when I found out she was going to be my lady love <laughs> was I played all of her tapes really loudly in my car. <laughs> so it was just fantastic. And she was great. Fantastic. Did- and a wonderful actress. Yeah, she was. She really was. Like that was um, kind of. I, yeah. I don't think I'd seen her in anything really kind of acting that way. But I mean, is that a case right. where like? If you're playing her songs in a, in your car and then you kind of you get to set, do you just kind of have him as oh can can you just maybe give us a bit of ironic like can you sing a little bit for us or you know you're just trying to be so professional not real fangirl. <laughs> I I think I did ask her for something, but then I held back. No, yeah, I I knew better. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh... that would have been fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I've been to Gore. It was the coldest place I've ever been in my life. It was I got up and it was it was four degrees and um it just stayed at four degrees all day. Right. Um it hosts the New Zealand Gold Guitar Awards. Um there you go. Uh yeah. is that like your country music awards or what is that? Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you have country music in New Zealand? <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing you do, Ben. It's probably not that funny. I probably just offended the country. Um Taihape? Taihape? The gumboot capital, yeah. the gumboot capital of New Zealand. Uh, have you visited yeah, there before? Gum- <laughs> yeah, they do gumboot throwing there. I think that's you know it's uh, kind of like the shop pot, except you use a gumboot because it's New Zealand, you know. Right, when you're not using them with the sheep and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Great. I've, I've really researched this because there's all places that I can't pronounce. Um, Nagara Wahai. Nagara. <laughs> help me here. Not a walk here. Narawa here, which is uh, sure. just down the there's there's just down the road from where I live um, here in the Waikato. So it's um, it's quite famous because it's the the home of the Maori king. So he he lives there, um, and it's uh, it's just a small little town really, but it's it's kind of getting quite big um, because of the growth and stuff. And people people tend to live there and drive to Auckland or drive to Hamilton for work. So 
um, yeah, it's it's a pretty small place, but because uh, because of the whole Māori King thing, it's it's kind of a little bit famous. And is the Māori King a good guy, uh, or do we like him, or not like him, or can't we say? No, or... I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't really be able to give you a a, um, a good opinion because I don't really know. Um, it's not something that's that we kind of talk about a lot in in day to day kind of uh, conversations in New Zealand. If I'm being honest. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> The one thing that starts to really confuse me is, like, why they stopped making this for children. Like, <laughs> like obviously, like, the Star Wars audience is probably mostly young boys, like, mm. and they have a cooking segment. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. In the 70s, they have a too. Cooking <laughs> they have singing they have a user's manual, like video and tutorial. B. Arthur. B. Arthur. B. Arthur. B. Arthur is for everyone, so I don't even go there. <laughs> but, Hashtag B. Arthur is for everyone. Yes. But, like, I just don't get it. Like, what kid is going to be like, oh, man, Star Wars is on. I got to watch it. And then it's like a cooking segment. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just. It, it's unbelievable that this was ever green lighted. Like any, like some higher up ever approved this. Like it's crazy. <laughs> like I do admit, like there was like I did see a bit of humor in the cooking segment as Art Carney was getting more into it, but like not something like memorable or whatever. And then what even happened after that? <laughs> oh, the, 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 porn? the, the porn, the VR, Rossi. Yeah. That happened. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and she's just like, we are excited, aren't we? (laughs) This is coming from a woman who has an Academy Award, (laughs) and she's doing. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. (laughs) Um. I'm done. <laughs> Ross, he's gone. I think we all are. I think we're all done. <laughs> wow. That's a uh, bit racist. Like, I mean, I don't... Wow. Yeah. My skin colour. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of other, you know, races you cannot say that. Uh, <laughs> line to words. <laughs> that, that's, that's against green wow. skin. You, you know, you just got to... Oh, that's disgusting, yeah. Anakin. <laughs> Uh, he might as well have called them the, the G word. <laughs> Griga. <laughs> oh no, you did not say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> that wasn't bad. <laughs> A long time ago in a racist galaxy far away. <laughs> Don't say the G word in Star Wars. <laughs> Trial. We've now given the G word an official name. <laughs> Come on, people. We're saying it in historical context Trial. here. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> you know. Come on. We can't change all of history, right? <laughs> Trial. When they say it to each other, they just change the ER to an A. <laughs> Yeah. 
Pero. <laughs> Dick Noah moment, but I've uh, been on a hike with you. Um, I, I don't wow, know. I love how this is going. Laughing already. Oh, Dick Noah moment. I went on a hike with you. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't do this either, but I, I like the idea of doing it, but I'd get up one flight and I'd I'd do... need to be fitter, Noah. I need to be fitter um, to do it. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it either, so I can't talk. I'd, right, no, I'd do no. one. Dick Noah one moment. Ha ha ha, Ben, you were on a hike. You couldn't even make it up in one glass, mate. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dick wow. Noah Dick Noah moment. There you go. I'm, I'm the Kevin of this episode. You are. Uh, hashtag, do you want me to take a photo for you? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I don't get the reference. <laughs> it worked out better for me when I got to the top because I jumped in. Oh, 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 yeah, now I get it. I'm like, what? Ah, Dick Ben moment. Ha. Ah. <laughs> Um, All right, now we're even. I, I mean, did you manage to think of anything? Not, not I would say, exciting. She was your typical time. I mean, she's a beautiful girl now, but... Now? So she I wasn't meant- when she was... Gro- wow, whoa, wow. That hurts. I meant she turned into a beautiful woman, but when she was in grade school, she was a tomboy, kind of, and liked so- to go... Uh, walking in the creek and picking up what do you call those things? Salamanders. Fossils? Yeah. Fossil? Oh, fo- oh, she was big on rocks. Yeah. I love rocks. Rocks and salamanders. And I would collect my fossils, but apparently I was ugly in, in her knee-high rubber <laughs> knee-high rubber boots. Ugly knee-high rubber okay, boots. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. But so okay, at what age did she go from being this ugly tomboy to holy god, she's a beautiful woman? Was there a specific age? Did this just like, um, happen yesterday, or I would say probably her last two years in high school. She still did. The- <laughs> this is amazing. We're trying to embarrass her, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, Jennifer. Just letting you know, I thought you were so ugly as a child. I did not say that. <laughs> well, you know the story about the ugly duckling turned into a beautiful swan. Well, however it went, but you don't even know the story. Evidently not. Oh my god! But no, she, of course she was beautiful. My. My sisters always told me she should be in magazines. That's how cute oh, she was. Mom. Really. Seriously. Tomboy magazines or? Oh. <laughs> Hunting or Boy Scouts. What kind of men? No. <laughs> Men's health. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. She was always pretty, of course, and I'm her mom, but yes. Uh, are, but we, are we sure about that? Like, <laughs> but boy things so that made boy, me ugly? Okay. No, I didn't say that either. But, <laughs> Mom, you were just digging yourself Oh, well, I've never been on the radio before, so yes, I probably am <laughs> digging a hole. <laughs> anyway, she ever will be again at this stage. Jennifer's going to ban it. I have to be careful it. what I say because she is going to live with me for the next month or two. She is. So, well, yeah. And wait. after how many years you've been gone? Eight, four. I don't know. Long time. Nine. Having a daughter, twenty-seven, move back home with her single mom, and it's roommate time that you got to set the laws down. I'm the the best roomie. She thinks. <laughs> we should have a radio show. I want to show. see a cop show. Cop with, show. Uh, Echo. I want to see him having a radio Echo. show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to 99.2 FM. My name is Mr. Echo. <laughs> Tonight, I'll be with you for an hour. <laughs> you play all Nigerian hits. <laughs> Today, we have a request from Claire. It is entitled, My Baby. Claire? We hope you'll find your baby. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Here is one from Saeed. Saeed recently lost the woman he loved. This week at least. <laughs> this one goes out to Shannon. 
may rust in peace. <laughs> oh, hello, listeners. I have a confession. I killed two people on the other side of the island. But I am on a righteous path. <laughs> Coming up at 8.30, we bring you traffic. Currently at the moment, no boat seen for three minutes. Quite busy out there. <laughs> Stay well, safe. It is hot on the side. <laughs> and remember, this show proudly brought to you by Sawyer's. If you wish anything to get, go to Sawyer. He has it available. We have a celebrity gossip. Uh, <laughs> has been seen with Doug. Or is that Steve? I don't know. I wasn't here when he died. And this week, we have Prank Call. Who will I call next on the coconut phone? This week's victim, it is Anna Lucia, who recently murdered someone accidentally. We pretend to be a police officer. Will she fall for it? <laughs> hello, this is Anna. Yes, hello. hello. This is Sergeant Echo. I mean, uh, Sergeant hello. Johnson. Hello, this is your former partner, Big Mike. <laughs> hello, Anna. Remember me? Ah, <laughs> uh, what is this? What is going on? <laughs> People don't like me. <laughs> oh, she hung up. <laughs> Next, we ring up Saeed and pretend to be Nadia, his long-lost lover, and tell her that she knows about Shannon. We have so much. Hello, Saeed. I am your long-lost lover, Nadia. Remember me? <laughs> now we have Hurley for a joke of the week. Dude. <laughs> joke of the week with Hurley. Dude. <laughs> we have some breaking news coming to you from the hatch. Apparently, we found some beards and some clothes. What does it mean to talk? Here is Locke, the man who knows everything. John. Hello, John. What do you feel this is about? A no, 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 uh, roaming reporter, Daniel Russo. <laughs> hello, bonjour, yes, hello, Mr. Echo. Bonjour. <laughs> Yes, I've been roaming. I don't join the camp, but I've been inspecting. I've been on the case. I didn't help with the cases. We keep getting we weird have... transmission coming in. Let's play this one. Yeah, hi, it's Boone. I want to be involved. Okay, no, we'll cut him off. He's not no longer here. Cut that. No, no, no. Uh, now, rumor has it there's been an inspection on the island uh, for our weekly medical advice. Here's Dr. Shepard. You don't know what you're Dr. talking Shepard. about. <laughs> it's not an infection. Babies get sick. <laughs> And here's our live performance by Charlie. Oh, wait, no, we're not talking to Charlie. His contract has been cut. <laughs> yes, he, he is not on a righteous <laughs> In a church update, the first logs have been cut. <laughs> There's been rumors that I'm actually building a Bible, but it's actually a church. It's a church. That is a false rumor. That is what we call rumor. <laughs> That oh, is all for me this week. <laughs> Next week, more on the flourishing romance of Libby and Hurley. Will they get together? And will he remember? And is there a pregnancy on the island? Maybe we'll find out next week. <laughs> Who could it be? And speaking of which, here is Men at Work with Who Could It Be Now? 
see you next week on echo thank you so who can be there i remember everyone make your own kind of music oh my Hello. god i mean good night we have way too much time this is why these episodes go for so long <laughs> That's the Echo Radio, <laughs> Island Radio show. Um, <laughs> Hello. I would listen. How would all these women exist on this island with no men for so long, and it never occurs to them, hmm, maybe if it's not Joss Whedon's script, we need a man to come down and give us some penis. <laughs> they found better ways because they have all 12 volumes. Give us some penis. Um... <laughs> The, the the upcoming title of Jamie Hilding's biography, <laughs> Give Me Some Penis, a Jamie Hilding story. <laughs> but my point being, it actually makes sense in the movie because they don't, why else would they not need men? Why does it not bother them, you know? Why does Diana not take it in? She's like, well, I don't actually need you. If I'm going to keep you around, it's going to be because I think you look pretty, not because I need you. I think one of my gay friends took me to a bar called that once. Give me some penis. <laughs> Come down and give me some penis. Literally. Uh... <laughs> Super whoopee, whoopee woman, whoopee woman! Uh, you know what makes me angry? The same thing that you just said. I hate them, uh, I hate the slip lane, and it makes me angry. Just stop being an impatient shithead and get behind the line. You know, I think I think we should be you know, cutting trees down, <laughs> yeah, building walls, that sort of thing. Okay, what about One Nation? How about Pauline Hanson? If you don't like the Greens, and I can imagine you like a bit of Pauline. I do like a bit of Pauline. All right, yes. okay. All right. Yeah, you got a bit of a smile on your face when you mentioned her. You got a bit of a crush on uh, Pauline, do you? There, no, so? well, I wouldn't have thought so. No. I wouldn't have thought so, Ben. No. no. <laughs> she said Madonna, because if I was, she'd be afraid I was actually into Nickelback for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> good, a- good answer. Good answer, yeah. Jamie. Well done. Um, what about like Vladimir Putin? Yes, he's number four. <laughs> Number four in there. Um, there is holiday accommodation mm-hmm. and eateries such as Rocky Glen, oh. Bowden's and Burt's Cafe. Oh, Burt's! There's also, don't don't forget, <laughs> one of the highlight places of this little township that we will lose out on is a sheltered barbecue area and public toilet. Oh, not the public toilet! No! They're like, oh, yeah. I speak Australian. Like, oh, Australian, come here, I give you a baguette. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing here. Ben stole my intro, so I'll just say, um, I have a beep, 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 boop, 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 boop of this. See? Oh, it's not video. It's, it's audio, Julian. Uh, they can't see it. There's a there's a mermaid on the front of this cup in green. She, she, she does have a cup with Starbucks. How was that? Uh, how about that? Cash her outside? What's going down? Cash me outside. How about that? that that's exactly that's exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, super pissed? He's not super pissed. He still loves me. We continue on. That's what every single person I've told the story to said. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't actually say anything to him. We can start the hatch. Hashtag blame the Tasmanian. Blame the Tasmanian. I, I probably would not be surprised if I'm the only Tasmanian in this stadium. So, um, yeah. You've kind of got a bit of a look on your face. Like you're not uh, sure it's that. one of those. <laughs>
Wow. So I guess technically I only know two, but that's okay. That's more than probably the majority of Americans. I reckon we might get abused by um, David Reynolds. Yes, what a what who, a cocky. I've got a nickname for him, um, Stiff Pants Reynolds. Stiff Pants Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, we don't like him, so I think we can we can you know. I don't mind him. He's a raisin knob. Look at this. Okay, stop flirting, Ben, and ask a question again. Uh, I don't generally flirt with all my guests. Only the pretty ones. Okay. Oh, he's doing it again. Shut up, Ben. Right. Even if Noah's the most obnoxious person in the world. Okay, let's change it to Ben. All right. <laughs> if Ben. I mean, not if Noah is pretty obnoxious. No, not if. Ben is the most obnoxious person on this show. <laughs> no, Dad, I love do- I can't not do a Boston accent. <laughs> love the more, do- 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 Will you remember all that for the rest of my life? Oh, so heartbreaking. Like, I meant to be moved in this scene. I moved to vomit. Boo. Don't steal my favorite. Why did I not remember that? Boo. No. God. No, to be fair, they moved it to the back because they got complaints that we were basing one of our national heroes off of Mel Gibson and not what he actually looked like. I don't even know what that means. Am I supposed to be listening to the show? No, just... We're only 200 episodes in. It doesn't matter if you listen to the show. Well, it's winter, so I could... That or have you turned into a bogan? They're practical. They're, they're practical. They are, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think they're about $7 each. Somewhere. Okay. Hello, Casper. Hello. Goo Goo Gaga. Uh. <laughs> you know, he smiled and then he reached for the off button on my microphone. <laughs> that, that's often what people do when they listen to this show. Do you like all free stuff? Like if you got, I don't know, herpes for free, would you like that? No, I wouldn't like herpes for free. But not all free stuff is good. No, not all free stuff. The free tickets to the basketball is very good. Oh yeah, free tickets to a sporting event, anywhere that, where there's pretty girls, I'm there. And pretty boys, I'm pretty... Yeah, and you, Ben, of course, you, Benalicious. But I still haven't said any this month. <laughs> Look, yeah, because I'm making sure I don't send them to you by accident now. Alright. No, because it'd be like a perfect world for me, right? I'd be fucking St. Uh, Victoria, right? Well, that's so what... I can cast on and they do no good. That's what you named after, no though, isn't it? Oh, I'm perfect. perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your fucking shit needs to pick your game up and the manager needs a good kick in the ass. Short and sweet. Thanks, Dave. We can. Thin mashed potatoes with bacon that has been chopped in a food processor. The bread roll was spread with margarine. She got bread. Mark should go there. You and Luke <laughs> sipping champagne, you know. <laughs> just, uh, just and I'm like, chilling. Zucka, yep. I did buy a boat, man. It's Captain Phillips. Yeah, yeah, like I was watching that scene thinking like, you know, Donald Parley's going to get on this boat like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> like, you know, they're going to be, maybe that was just me. Say hello. Say, say poo. She's literally looking at it going, surely there's a penis in here somewhere. I mean, surely, surely, yeah. <laughs> this is the most annoying over-the-top act of <laughs> I think we, we have a very unconventional So it doesn't uh, matter to you about being married, as no. in, what's an unconventional relationship? I'm sorry, I'm just getting deep and meaningful here. And just, <laughs> this is fun. I, I like this style of show. Ben's therapy um, sessions. Yeah. <laughs> with therapy. Jackie and Will. Thank you for tuning in to The Brink. It has been a pleasure as always, but until next week, Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Sagen Sie immer Orangen, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Continue as you seek these oranges. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart.
you, you good things. Do keep sucking those oranges. Sigue chupando las naranjas, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. And good night.